There is only darkness here. I feel the fiend whispering in my ear. I need the heel glove so I don't hurt my love. Yes, this I see. Cause when you see the blood of the one you love, that's when you just might let in the fiend. Because if what you feel is true, then the blood might be helping you. Because if what you feel is real, your heart can know from hurt to heal. I need the heal blood so I don't hurt my love. Yes, this I see. When you see the blood, blood the one you love, that's when you touch that's blood, and it will be. I need the heal blood, so I don't hurt my love. Yes, because I see this pretty piece of blood, and you see the blood, and the one you love, that's when you touch my blood, and it will be. My eyes tell me what you see Does the light in my eyes shine for all to see? Or is there only darkness there? I can feel the dead weight behind my stairs Sweating and panting, red lights fill the room Heard a voice whisper, you'll be seeing soon There is only darkness here I feel the fiend whispering in my ears Cause if what you feel is true, then the blood might be helping you. Because if what you feel is real, your heart can go from hurt to heal. I need to heal blood so I don't hurt my love. Yes, this I see. And when you see the blood of the one you love, that's when you touch my lead in the peace. I need to heal blood so I don't hurt my love. Yes, this I see. Lady Stylus Spider is addicted to being on TV. We went to Impact last week, as everyone knows. We were the biggest stars on the show. The, the aisle seat, row three, seat one and two. Kevin Scampoli and Tyler Spider all over, no surrender. Then Tyler went to a Warriors game, and he's behind commentators waving. And then tonight, he's at Dynamite. Tyler Spider can't stop, ladies. In different states, like he's just all over the place, all over the all over the map, particularly on the West Coast. But isn't it nice? It's exciting. The representation of the whole fucking show, wherever we go. Now, whenever we watch anything, I'm expecting somebody there. Represent, please. Look at his seats. Look at how great his angle was. There's just a little kid in front of him. So he's able to reach over anyone to get it too sweet there, huh? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're not in the way. No one's in the way of his too sweet. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think the Young Bucks made it that far down to the ramp. They they got assaulted way before we were going to get any two sweets for the Spida. And they opened Dynamite with Tyla. Like, so they had an orange cast the entrance about to happen. They showed Justin Roberts. And then this is the next thing we see. They gave Tyla his red light, too. He has his fiend light and everything. He must have felt right at home at Dynamite. He's even looking around like, wow, no green screen. This is like actually, the, this is actually where I'm at right now. And he's just loving it. He's such a mark. You know, you and I'd be sitting there with our arms folded. Tyler's loving dynamite. He knows Justin Roberts is there going, hey, or San Francisco, are you ready? And then everyone's like, fuck yeah, I'm ready. And I bet TK came out and said, hey, uh, Tyler Spider, the front row, can you just be hot? Can you just be hot, please? <laughs> Tyler went full Gino. He's going, let's go. He's got the Tom Brady line. And it's like, it's just an Orange Cassidy fight. Uh, can you believe Orange Cassidy beat Big Bill? I mean, how did WWE not figure out a way to get the underdog Enzo to beat his former giant teammate like Shawn Michaels would have? But Tony Khan figured it out like that, how to get a little guy to beat Big Bill tonight. 
Big Bill, since leaving WWE, even his time in WWE, we saw him like his last match was Daniel Bryan. Like, hey, have him job out to T. Bry, send him on his way packing. He gets in a, uh, a promo with uh, with Kurt Hawkins when he goes to Impact Wrestling. He kind of has something going on with the Moose, but then he's out. He's like, no, I want I want nine million dollars a year, and Impact doesn't pay that kind of stuff. I'm going to AEW, where I'm a little shocked to just see him jobbing. That's a that's an odd choice. Like, how are we going to book Big Bill? If this was, I, I think uh, Mace says this all the time, but if Jim Cornette was booking this shit, I'd be so over, and so would Big Bill. B2 renewed his sub, and now we're at level four already. There's only seven levels, ladies. We're at level four, and we just got through Tyler's seats. What an amazing group on Trovo.live slash TWFS, ladies. And ladies, we know that you're behind the times on wrestling podcasts. You're still listening to ad-free shows and talk is Jericho. You're just getting into Cafe de Renee. Uh, Renee Dupree's show. So you haven't heard FTR's yet. You don't know about all the news coming from FTR's show. We got more news. This Dax guy can't shut up. He's making enemies, please. Look what Dax said. Dax says if he could go back, he wouldn't have joined the pinnacle. What the fuck? He said I wouldn't have joined it. That's what I would have changed, Dax said. The group was DOA because one person, he's singling someone out, uh-oh. One person in the group thought he was bigger than the group. And felt that this was just designed for him. Maybe he wasn't the only person that thought that. So, ladies, here's the thing. If he's talking about MJF, then it's not interesting at all, right? Because this was his group, and it was designed for him. So, if MJF's walking around like this, it was his group, right? So, if he was walking around like this is my group, then who cares? But what if it was Wardlow, right? Look at these members. If it was any other member, this is so titillating. This is hot news right off the press of Dax again. Like, if Wardlow's walking around like he is on Twitter, thinking he's so fucking hot and sexy, thinking he's the best, then I love Dax's quote. Who was Dax talking about? Was he talking about Cash? Uh, well, totally Blanchard. He was resurrected a little oh. bit from that. But no, it's so clearly MJF, right? And no offense to Dax, but no shit. Like, <laughs> look at the group. Look at the order of people. You have MJF, who's like the Weasley heel, who he's going to win the matches, but he's not going to take any of the bumps. You have Warlow, who's his heavy. You have Sean Spears, who's going to take those bumps. He's the singles guy. And then you have the tag team. Like, it's just, it's the inner circle copy and pasted, and that's all they needed to do. And that's what the whole plan of it was. And if, if Dax is now looking back like, whoa, why did I do that? Well, yeah, at the time, it was all you guys really had going, so good for you. And it, like you look at guys like MJF, like Wardlow, they did leave that faction and are now doing more stuff. And look at the inner circle. It's You have the three guys who are in the inner circle. You have Hager, Jericho, and Guevara. They've all kind of stuck together. Ortiz, who knows? I, never, I haven't seen him in years. Santana, who knows? Haven't seen him in years. That group, like, once the faction breaks up, you're on your own. you got to figure your own shit out. Get over. B2 in the chat. The guy whose group it was thought it was his group. See, that's why I don't – he couldn't have met MJF because MJF's our champion right now. Like, the whole pinnacle thing, we, it almost got him the belt then, but it built them up to a point where he was champion now. But, look, he's talking about Wardlow. Because Wardlow's a bum now. Wardlow came out in a button-up tonight in street clothes. And security just shoot him to the back. Remember Wardlow came out for his entrance a couple months ago? And, and he was like, what did, what did he yell again? Because there was Where's no my music? Yeah. You gonna play my music? <laughs> Where's my music? I don't know. That was a weird, awkward intro. Ever since then, we knew he was just top dollar. We knew Wardlow couldn't jump over the top rope. He hit it and then tumbled down like top dollar. Like Sasha Banks. Look. 
He would, this guy wouldn't have joined the group because it was DOA, because one person in the group, and this was back when Wardlow was about to win a brass ring, wasn't it? So it was all going to his head. He's the guy we hate. Well, and, and when the pinnacle ended, we definitely had the Wardlow turning baby face, like you guys are holding me back moment. So I, I, if Dax has that that for, foresight back then, like the, he doesn't though, right? He now he this is all hindsight. Like oh well, we were, that whole thing was just for Wardlow. Wardlow got over. He became a single star, TNT champion. Why did I join that group? And it had to be at that time. What was FTR really doing? It made them look like, hey, they're they're one of the top heel tag teams in the company. It was a good move, but is he thinking, it like how if in his like if he's Adam Blampede from What Culture, how would he have booked the Pinnacle to get FTR over? He better put out two books on it. We need two books. When you get canceled from YouTube for being a rapist, write a book. That's okay. They can't cancel a book. Look, ladies, we're all right. No one's wrong here. He, he added it with, maybe he wasn't the only person that thought that. So even Sean Spears was walking around thinking this group's for me. You think those are the groups that take off, huh? I instantly thought Sammy Guevara must have been in the pinnacle. He's walking around thinking this group's for him like the other one. Is Sammy officially buried after his little ladder match tonight? Tonight? Find a way to keep him relevant. Tony Khan liked they they like Sammy Guevara. He was the first match in AEW history, wasn't he? Him and Kip Sabian. So yeah, but he got beat up twice since then. We hate him now. Oh, he gets beat up all the time. Well, even Eddie Kingston is somebody you're wondering, like, what happened? What did he do? Why is Eddie way less prominent on this show than Sammy Guevara? Like, it, it's it's bizarre where I'm not a big Eddie Kingston guy, but at least his character and the promos and the matches, he can set up something interesting that I would want to watch. Tonight, I saw Sammy Guevara so many times, I realized at one point, that's Daniel Garcia. Why am I so confused? You're the biggest Eddie guy here. You watched Eddie Kingston wrestle on exposed boards and impact live. I just saw that for the first time five years later, after five years of you talking about it. And you love Eddie Kingston. You even tried to tell me he lost weight to get to AEW, remember? Like, you thought you knew all about Eddie. Now you go back. Eddie Kingston's way skinnier in Impact. There was a t there had to be something. I, I I can't I can't be wrong. There was a bigger Eddie. Maybe I wish Gino was here. He's not here tonight. But normally I look in the Discord and he's like nodding because I'm about to say he was so big at Chikara. And Gino would go. Like, that's a nod for everybody listening. He would just agree, like, y'all, he was so big in Chikara. He lost 100 pounds. He looks good. Kind of looks like Cesaro. Like, that's what he would say about Eddie Kingston going to AEW. Was he really trimmed up? Yes, Dalton, we did see a rock bottom from Danny Garcia tonight. What would be worse, a pedigree there? Is that the only move that could have been worse? Danny Garcia comes out during a shitty ladder match, and he decides to rock bottom a guy. I mean, what are we just roll? Are we cosplaying? Are we wrestlers or not? I can see Ricky Starks trying the same thing. He's already stole the Rock's Hall entrance. He poses on the same part of the outside second rope turnbuckle on the way to the ring, but just punches the air instead. He adds his own little gayness to it. This roster's pretending to be wrestlers, aren't they? Especially that Roosh, ladies. We were saying that at work today. Just like when you watch a lot of modern-day wrestling, just a lot of it does feel like I'm supposed to do this right here. I'm supposed to have this moment. I'm supposed to do this hand motion. Watch EC3. He's the king. He's like, I, I'm going to put my hands up, drop to a knee, and then I'm going to get up, and then I'm going to do this with my arms. And yeah, uh, Ricky Stark's a great point. Da, da, 
That, this way, the crowd could do this along with me. Bobby Lashley, same thing now. We all have to have insane choreography, but that also helps really identify the marks. Because I went to AEW back in December, and the people that know all the hand motions, you know they watch Rampage and Arc Elevation. I saw this huge fucking mark tonight on Dynamite. This is ridiculous. Look at this guy. This is like the biggest mark <laughs> I've ever seen. This is now that fan that's at every show. What the hell? I just saw him at Impact. I saw him at the Warriors game. Now he's marking up for Justin Roberts, the dapper yapper. This Mexican's <laughs> a real mark, ladies. Gosh, well, and who's we all? I know I've noticed the guy several times. Uh, <laughs> the guy in the green shirt, and, like the brown, like chapeau, who goes all the WWE shows. No one tells me that guy's name. He looks like my old coworker Hank. So Hank, if you're listening, how the fuck were you at Elimination Chamber? How are you at Royal Rumble? Why is that guy in the green shirt always there? Yeah, Tink out of the chat. The cookies guy. <laughs> Yeah, because all the fans you recognize B2 always have a weird name. says Tyler Spider Worldwide. There's the straw hat guy. Now there's the cookies guy. There was a leather jacket guy in my era of ladies that was front row. WrestleMania 12 even. This guy never missed a show. And now the cookies guy's everywhere. Look at this enforcer behind him. He's next to <laughs> Jonah. There's some scary people in this crowd. This ain't looking like that impact crowd at all, ladies. Well, San Francisco, there's some seedy characters up there. I know that they try to portray it like... Uh, how how many Silicon Valley commercials were there tonight? Goodness great. Hey, Kevin, Silicon Valley, the HBO original series, is coming to TBS. So if you somehow watch TBS and don't have HBO Max, please watch Silicon Valley with commercials. But Silicon Valley portrays itself as this upscale, this, this history and says the green shirt guy, we call him Kool-Aid Man. I mean, there's definitely tons of scummers out here in Modesto and in, in Tyler, spark that shit. Look, ladies, we immortalized Tyler. Use the artwork tonight from the crowd <laughs> with his ukulele. Over the back. <laughs> he's playing his ukulele. What a picture from JT. Great job, JT. And look, did we ever find out how Tyler got these seats? Did someone on Discord give them to a ladies? What happened? How'd he get there tonight? messaging me he was saying that somebody was trying to sell them and if the and if the person couldn't sell them he was just going to give them to tyla and i i don't know how that happened i know last wednesday night i was offered dallas stars tickets and i was like are they playing the ducks and he was like no and i was like well then never mind so sometimes you just get gifted tickets however it's never for the mavericks ever since they got kyrie irving the mavericks haven't won a game but the ticket prices are so high i thought it was just gino again when i started thinking about it gino must have taken care of him but, ladies, that FDR story sucked. That Dak story was shit. But, look, there's more Dax, okay? We're going to save yes. it. Now Mercedes Bernardo met up with Dax. You know, these are the cool kids, ladies. They, were the, they had the cool table and catering. They were, like, the too hip to be a character. They were the go-find-yourself table. Like, they were always showing up, taking every finish so seriously. I have to lose on TV again? It was FDR. It was Sasha. Who else? That might be the only people who care. Ronda Rousey doesn't even care anymore. Make me a tag team. They were the last three in WWE who had some sort of independent contracting mindset, and they met up again in Japan. This girl's getting a 1,000 videos out of her Japan trip. We already saw her meet Kenny Omega, and we cried. It was so emotional. We saw her getting ready for her match. Now, look, this is after she came out and botched with Kyrie. I'm so excited. I love this channel. Celebration time! Take oh. your clothes off, dude. Oh, my God. Don't take What's up, Dustin? Look at this. Finally. I was going to take a shower. Ladies, you crying yet? Look at this hug. It never ends, just so you know. Yeah, no no hug for me, and, and I agree with what you said there. Like, these are the cool kids who 
like have so many negative things to say about every place they've ever worked. Like it's <laughs> it's like no, it's never me. It's always where I'm working. Okay, it's always AEW. It's always WWE. Nobody understands me, and. Like, it, it kind of bums me out. Like, first of all, Mercedes is looking unbelievably roll-tied. She's doing the Oscar thing where she has, like, a thong on the outside. It's like, we're not supposed to objectify her, but that looks awesome. And, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad FTR is very happy. You know, it's it's kind of funny. Like, these guys, yeah, like I said, they hate everywhere they go. But, hey, we get to see you again. We all love each other, at least. One day they'll learn that the grass isn't greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it, ladies. Phil Brooks, 2022. Uh, you know what? I'll go drink first. <sighs> Look, oh, oh. There we go. This is so good. This is the first time in like four years. I can't this, believe look, it. Look, she's crying already. She's bawling into his shoulder. It must feel great to finally hug someone as miserable as you again. After hanging out in the AW locker room where all these kids are having fun. They're scissoring back there. They're all like meeting their prime of their career. And these guys are like, where are the people getting fatter like us? Where are the older people? Where's the other people Triple H gave up on? Here's one. Oh, I missed you. Finally. Finally, someone else Triple H didn't want. I was going to take a shower. Oh I was God. like, how oh, you know what? I'm going to drink first. <sighs> Remember that story, ladies? Triple H doesn't see Sasha Banks as a main event talent going into the future. No wonder they made her a tag team bum for her last two years. For her is last two walkouts. Vampire? Like, is he glamming God, me? it feels good. Dark Lord, sent Dark Lord Equitus is here, please. He glammed me. This guy leads the... Uh, the charts all the time unless B2 shows up then shit gets crazy <laughs> this is so lights good. on this is the first time in like four years I can't believe it I know you gotta, you gotta wait. I just attacked Kyrie. <laughs> look at that little ass TV in Japan Vladis. are you kidding me <laughs> I would I would uh, anticipate that TV being at that pedo steakhouse they all go to was it Reba's Reba's Steakhouse, where it's just a front for child trafficking in Japan. Yeah, little TVs can be there at the bar, built into the bar, but this is backstage. That's the monitor we have to crowd around. And you got to yeah, wait to crowd oh. yeah. Look, poor Cash gets nothing. Cash is just an idiot with a mullet. <laughs> I'll hold my drink like a fool. Oh, dude, I'm so proud of you. Oh, I'm shaking. Oh, he kissed? Is that too far, ladies? No, I'm like, where's if this was Mia Yim, this would be fucking headline news everywhere. We'd be asking the guy who makes costumes, like, dude, why are you letting your wife fucking hug on Scott Dawson like this? What's happening, dude? Like, look at this. This is unbelievably intimate. Everyone's standing there super awkwardly. <laughs> These guys definitely did hand stuff at some point. Why, how can you just be this? First of all, he's shirtless. She's pretty much shirtless. This whole thing, Rocky Romero and Cash are both just like, well, we're in the room. What, why is the TV? What is this? Yeah, you know, look, Cash even has to pretend to be watching that little TV from across the room. It gets so awkward. He's looking at the TV. Like Kenny Omega's on the latest Swerve episode. The whole time he's looking over here like he's watching something. But there's no screen over there. He's just autistic. And this is how he talks to a group of people. So the whole interview, it looks like they're doing a companion. But there's nothing on. We got to watch some of that Kenny Omega interview. That thing is fucking awkward. But this might take the cake. The only thing that would make this a little more uncomfortable is if it was a group hug this long. That would be hilarious. Chris Devious <laughs> says if he holds that hug for five more seconds, he'll last longer than oh, CM Punk did. Stephanie McMahon line from Chris Devious. And you got to yeah, wait the crowd in front. Let's hear the moans again. Let's go back. Let's watch the whole hug again. So he comes in saying, whoa, don't get naked. 
So he comments on how naked she is right away. Well, he's more naked. And then they start grinding on each other. Celebration time! Oh my god, don't take your clothes off, dude. Oh my god. Don't take your clothes off, dude. I have to. What the hell is this part? Who's Dustin? I was gonna take a shower. Oh I was God. like, oh, you know what? I'll go drink first. Then he's talking about taking a shower, the other guy. <sighs> <sighs> the shower, that's where Triple H should make him sign contracts. This is so oh. good. This is the first time in like four years. Oh, no. And what's going on here, Blue? What's this fucking cringe guy jink tattoo right here? A lot of the tattoos and the haircut are not, they don't align with my views. Uh, however, watching this interaction, I'd like cash more than the other guy. Like, like <laughs> what is this level of intrusiveness that we're seeing? What is, isn't she still married to the guy who makes the costumes? Is it, are they waiting for him to cross the line? Is this Scott, da what's his name? Dax Harwoods. Isn't this his way of like winking at the camera? Like, I got your girl, bro. Mr. Studio girl here in Japan. We're going to the steakhouse after this. <laughs> like, don't leave your clothes on, dude. Like, what is happening? This is all of this is. Why would she post this? this Dalton Birch one twenty three has grit and says JT drawing this. Dalton, did you hear Bleedy say my favorite thing? Impact Wrestling cross the line. Remember cross <laughs> the line? They they said that for like three years, huh? Yeah, they they had a little tag. That was like there. <laughs> that was there. Then now forever. They wanted to do like T N A. We. All wrestling. That guy was <laughs> awesome for several years. I, and I liked every show. They would kind of, that got you ready. They'd show the satellites and the wind and shit. Yeah. Like, we are wrestling. And then it was <laughs> cross the line. That guy ruled. That guy might have been the first AI. There's no way that was a real voice. <laughs> can't believe right, it. Yeah, so you're Team Cash. I'm still Team Dax. Dax gets to grind on Sasha Banks. You like the guy who's just got his towel on and he's drinking. Yeah, and, and he's being respectful to the costume guy. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so proud of you. Oh, dude. Oh, I'm shaking. I'm shaking. Oh, big kiss. You feel okay? Oh, look at her. She's fucked up. And it's great. The best part, she because remember, when she came out for her little debut in Japan, she ended up uh, slurring a lot and sounding drunk. And she's about to reference that, what was going through her head while she was out there. And it kind of explains the phenomena for me. But look. Go right now. Phenomena. You did it. <laughs> the anomaly. He's doing, pat. He's doing like the respectful pat. Like, hey, we need to break this hug up. Look, now she hates this hug. Oh, this is just like, I have to hug him too. It won't be as long. Oh, she's crying. I'm going to cry, bleedies. God, what a mess this girl is to be friends with, huh? Crying over everything, a little happy, a little sad. Never in the middle, never baseline. Constantly bawling her eyes out over something. Dude, you look so good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you look so good, bro. Look at this. Dude, you look so good. You give her an up and down, too. How come he looks pretty good here? Do people look less fat when they're not in a ring? You, you don't Just think everything he's hot? about this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't think he's hot? No, he looks phenomenal, but it's hilarious. Just the up and down, the he's shirtless. <laughs> this looks like we're moments away from like some sort of makeout or porn <laughs> scene. Like this whole thing is not appropriate. She's married, he's married, he's got an eight-year-old girl, and he's in a yep. fight like that eight-year-old girl. Yep. And all I'm thinking is like, is everyone gonna be cool if they see this? Like, this is going on the internet. 
like, hey, like, uh, hey, Mrs. Harwood, did you see her husband hugging on some naked, some Regular naked lady? flavored monsters has grit and says worst porn ever. This is going on the hottest Green YouTube has channel. Grit and says Dax is a fucking weirdo. I'm hitting the bell for Mercedes Renato. <laughs> has grit and says this I've seen this in best. a porno once or and twice. You're right. His mustache fits the whole porno theme for sure. He's definitely pushing that narrative. Dude, you look so good. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, you look so good. <laughs> I just want to put all of you in my mouth. And then look at this creep. He's really like, I get to go next. He just knows. This guy's going to make it happen, and I'm behind him. I'm next. Is my son a vampire? Like, is he glamming me? Dalton Birch, 123, <laughs> sent 100 elixir. He's kissing her again, Dalton. Get Kenny back. Where's Kenny when you need him? When Kenny met Sasha, there was no kissing, bleedies. There was no hugging. She just chugged on a banana right after, which was a little weird. Definitely strange body language in Japan. These gaijinks need to get a room. Oh, what she's saying, we're going to hear every second what she say. No. My husband's such a fucking mongoloid. Four years. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm about you on the podcast today, and I got emotional because I told the guy that. Oh, he's that guy now? He's the guy who brings up his podcast everywhere he goes. We met one of these at Impact, ladies, Tyler and I. This black guy grabbed Tyler's ass. And, it, and before was telling us about his show he does. We looked it up, ladies. There was about an episode in seven months. So, and there was, no, then there was no microphone. It's just three black is dudes. Is my son a vampire? Like, is he glamming me? Genos Vacuum sent 200 elixir. Talking at a camera, using the camera mic, rolling joints and shit. And there were, like, street blacks, like jigs. But super into wrestling. So very scary, very intimidating. Tell everyone about their show when it hasn't existed in uh, half a year. Why? Why? They, that could work. <laughs> why can't they have like wrestling? Like, remember what was that? Hot boxing with Mike Tyson. Why don't we have hot boxing with three wrestling fans? And they just sit there and smoke weed and go, you know, you know, I like Sammy Callahan. I kind of wish he was doing his own thing, but whatever. And then the next guy's really high. Like, yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Like, that's just their awesome discussion. So, hey, look, seven <laughs> months is just a small break. Uh, some television shows take seven months off. So I'm sure that season two of, uh, of A Boy in a Room is coming. And I never bring up my show, Bleedies. There was only one guy we brought up TWFS to, and it was this guy for bringing up his is show. my son a vampire? It was like, like is he glamming me? You know? Genos Vacuum sent 100 elixir. Genos Vacuum, this guy, this is the guy that grabbed Tyler's ass. And he wouldn't shut up about this show that's not real. So I had to tell them about our real show, ladies. You understand? I don't bring it up otherwise. But when I do bring it up, I always say, remember when Samuel Guevara said he wanted to rape Sasha Banks? He said it to me. And then people know exactly what we're talking about. You're the guy from Forbes? You're friends with that <laughs> cookies guy? Like, then all the pieces come together. Ladies, I won't force you to watch any of this guy tonight. We watched him on Monday. Back to our girl, Sasha. She met Kenny Omega. She debuted in Japan. And now a four-year reuniting with her favorite tag team. This is emotional, Vleeties. Parts made in Japan has grit and says this is realier than Slam of the Week. <laughs> that show's way better than Slam of the Week. I podcast and I got Why would TTS pronounce real or realier? Can we update the firmware on that? We have AI now. Can we have uh, Brock Lesnar's voice? Oh, yeah, so it gets awkward. This is his chance to bring up his podcast. Look. Since we're done hugging. I can't believe it's been fucking four years. I know. Oh my God. But now look. 
talking about you on the podcast today, and I got emotional because I told the guy that you were the first one to know what Finley was. Ah. 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 What was that part? Finley? Wait, let me hear that again. People don't know who Finley is? Finley. Talking about you on the podcast today, and I got emotional because I told the guy that you were the first one to know what Finley was. Mm. Oh. What is that, wrestler talk? Uh, should, should we not know what he's talking about? Are they talking to Carney? Is that his daughter's name? That's kind of uh, what I would assume, yeah. like that emotional moment, like that context <laughs> that he's giving to it. Like, you were the first one to know what Finley was. Like, that does sound very ambiguous. That could be, Finley could be like, it's a disease. Like, you, I got Finley and you know what it is. I was the first <laughs> one to get it. Like, I don't know. what It has to be, like, a family member, like, to know what Finley was. Like, the, the phrasing isn't there, but this is a very emotional moment, okay? They've been seeing each other in four years. <laughs> and Dax has a podcast that I, I think it is on the Conrad Network, though, isn't it? Because I was getting those yeah. emails while I was still subscribed, like, new Dax, whatever, new FTR. And I was just thinking, like, who's listening to that? Even the Matt Hardy one was terrible. So who's <laughs> listening to the, the FTR one? Uh, and I missed I missed a good one, obviously. I didn't know what Finley was. They must love hearing us watch this. They're talking kayfabe and watching us try to figure it out. With such marks, we'll never decode this. I need that hair, though. That's amazing. I love her hair. We brought you a little celebratory for Dave. We brought you a little celebratory for Dave. Yeah, listen. Oh, what do we yeah, got? I couldn't find any tequila. This is all I can Whoa, find. okay. So we thought she was already wasted when she went out. Let's see if there's any clues here. They're talking alcohol. Well, are we CZ supposed his to believe? And says, last time I saw my hoe in four years, re-fucking. <laughs> are we supposed to believe they weren't drinking before this? Let's see. Dude, I couldn't find any tequila. This is all like a yeah. fucking shitty vodka. I, I know. don't do vodka yeah. shots, but I'm going to do it. Uh, I got your whiskey, This is whiskey. The whiskey is very right, We got whiskey. We got vodka. I think there was tequila. It is much better than tequila. I put a nice tequila. Uh, I mean, the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> is this legal? That's illegal to quote Velveteen Dream. We don't let people drink backstage in our corporate WWE environment, right? Well, I don't know, because there's guys like Undertaker that look around, and when they talk about WWE locker rooms now, it seems like these are the people that Undertaker wouldn't like. Like, Undertaker's <laughs> like, can we just drink and fight each other? Like, if someone was like, hey, all I have is this vodka, and you said, oh, is I don't Is my son a vodka. vampire? Like, is he glamming me? I can just imagine the look on Undertaker's face as you're trying to say, I'm not going to shoot vodka. It's like, you're going to shoot whatever the fuck we have. Like, that's kind of what I feel like <laughs> the real WWE locker room is. Now, I know CM Punk and Kofi Kingston wanted to play SmackDown versus Raw, but I think there's still some drinking going on back there. I watched Seth Rollins the other night. They're drinking backstage. I had three Apple Teenies and three Jack and Cokes, then an Apple Teenie. And then I had Tyler's drink because he couldn't finish his. And then I had two pieces of pizza from Evil Pie. Ladies, I went outside last week. Did you hear? It hurt. I was so shocked. Like, you in the room with Tyler when you guys called in. It was incredible to see you out and about. Yeah. There was no, uh, there was no uh, UFC posters or Nia Jax posters behind you. I was looking for MAGA hats behind you. They weren't there either. Oh, what an amazing sight. Kevin outdoors. And I'm on drugs again. It's Tyler's fault. He gave it to me. And now I think I want to order some, Ayako. Ayako, let's spend $180 every two weeks again on drugs. What do you think? Is that a good way to waste you guys' donations? I haven't done it in a, oh, since March, okay? So we'll waste it that way for a few months. Then we'll stop again. I can quit in one day. All right, let's see if Sasha Banks can quit. She seems addicted. I also somehow spilled the beer. <sighs> but I saved her phone. I can't believe it. <laughs> 
can't believe it. Can we just hug again? Feels like Devos has grit and says, "When does Naomi get her shots and awkward hug?" <laughs> yeah, where's Naomi? Where's Bailey? Where's the people we want to see? There was supposed to be a big reunion back here, according to Instagram. And now look at this. It was a disbelief. Just these fucking bums. And then I grabbed the microphone and I was like, I felt like I was on mushrooms because I was like, what the fuck am I like? That's Dude. how it sounded like when I talked. Dude, that is exactly how it sounded to us too. So it's great that she experienced that. But I guess it could be a thing where she was just stressed out all day. You know, if you hype something up all day, your whole life really, and now the day's here, you might just fatigue yourself mentally. And then once you get out there, you're in a dream world, kind of, and you're just trying to get your words out. I think I can relate to her maybe not being drunk but still slurring. What do you think, Lydia's? Was she just wasted? There's been times, like even today, I had a meeting where I just was like, why am I turning red? Why am I stressed <laughs> out? Like, I don't, I was, I knew this was coming. I knew we had this meeting. It's, I knew you wanted to talk to me about something. I, and I was so prepared for it. I even slept in to get a little extra rest. And like, I'm just stressed. And you, and cause yeah, you're building it up in your head. So when that moment comes, like, you're thinking you're going to be, like, in my head, I'm like, cool, calm, and collected, baby. I'm like, fucking Patrick Bateman going into this meeting. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, fucking drenched in sweat. Like, Oh my gosh, these guys aren't even grilling me, but I feel like I'm being grilled. And yeah, that's probably exactly what happened to her. She's probably flying to Japan. And we've already heard that she's a very, I mean, she's a very emotional person. So yeah. she's probably like, yeah, like the, the nerves, the sweaty palms. And now it's time to talk in front of a bunch of people that English is their second or third language. And she's just, what do I even say to these people? Remember when I had NJPW World, like a mark? Now I have Impact Ultimate Insiders. And I have every event ever. I don't have to watch shitty Japan shit. <laughs> Listen to this. You would watch this. Congratulations on a I also know a thing or two about me. Is there feedback she's hearing as well, or is it just on the broadcast? I bet you she doesn't have a proper monitor. And that's definitely going to confuse you, too, when you're trying to talk. I also know a thing or two about making... Is my son a vampire? Like, is he glamming me? Feels like boss sent 100 elixir. Take it back. I'm a drug addict now. I don't deserve it. I'm just going to spend it all on narcotics. Class... At, class... <laughs> what do they call them? Class one. I am the bad ones. Here in New, New Japan, Japan and Stardust. To, to make, make some, some more. more. <laughs> Allow me to introduce myself. Yeah, she's all fucked up. I'm, I'm the standard. standard. The conversation. The blueprint. And the CEO of this woman's division. It sounds better now than it did then. When did she slur? This right here, right here. Here we go. So Kyrie son. Enjoy your IWGP Women's Championship while you can. Because at Battle in the Valley in San Jose, I'm going to leave you bankrupt, bitch. Who does she even face now? Do we know? Are you the Gino of Japan, please? Do you know the division? Who do they have left in stardom? Oh, like that, that's one of the... like. I know it sounds you know, fun. Gino. Go ahead, 
But for, for, for Mercedes to go to New Japan, already beat their top person. This is just CM Punk all over again. This is Soraya. It's it's already, what is there left to do? Hopefully she shows up at MLW. And it didn't sound like she's... It doesn't sound like she was slurring like she like like you're saying like she's not drunk. It probably is. She's used to WWE. Like there's monitors in the rings while they're cutting promos. You see the the dudes in black shirts setting the big speakers up in the ring, and it's like oh this is gonna be a long talking segment. They got the fucking monitors in the ring, and so for her now she's going into this new event which is it's, and it's also a pay per view. It's not like they have any other promos. They're not planning on having a bunch of people coming out there and cutting some promos. Oh, you said MLW, huh? When are we watching this? Look, ladies, <laughs> new champ. I didn't know if Davey Richards was there. No one told me. I didn't know they had Bet Online as a sponsor. You guys keep everything a secret from me. Not like this. Oh, man. Davey Richards should have just got up and pointed at Scott DeMore and said, fuck this place. And walked out of there. So, yeah, that's our new. What's a national champion? Is that the. The second title or the main title, ladies? That is the second title. So he's the national champion, which I believe they used to say it was open weight. They have like an open weight national champion, and that might have been that might have changed. I haven't watched MLW in a few months. So they have the the heavyweight championship, which is uh, possessed by one Alexander Hammer Hammerstone. He is uh, tweeted at me several times. I was he always is like, "What body part are we working out?" And I just comment legs, and he goes, "My favorite." Like that was my. I love having those interactions on Twitter with him. He's an awesome dude. Uh, so he's the champion there, and then they have a middleweight champion, which is like where Leo Rush seems to always be the middleweight champion. And that national title, that's just kind of in the middle of those two. It's open weight. Anybody can be that champion, but it's not the heavyweight. Man, you should have seen Sniper Man on leg day the other day. He's on Discord working out, jacked as fuck. He does gym sessions in the Discord like you should, ladies. Wow, he's just oh, phone open, just kind of at the yeah. gym, like, all right, check check out the quads, boys. Who we Quadzilla in here? He props it up so it, should we see the machine. Then he attacks that machine. Damn, the sni the sniper is no joke. I gotta message him back. He wants to interview your boy. The, the message is coming now, sniper man. Just be on standby. That's right. He wants you first. He said, and then he has a bunch of other people in mind. But Vleeties is number one. That's his most wanted. Apparently, Danny Richardson left him on red. Uh, Forrest Sova won't go back to him, but he's trying to get everybody to talk about me. I don't trust him. Player, this guy's like, a snake. What me? the hell? Kid Bandit has grit sent 100 Kid Bandit Elixir. Kid Bandit that's the guy who called me balding and ugly. And now he just sent me a glam. You're the best, Kid Bandit has grit. You're the reason we don't take calls anymore, okay? All right, look at this. <sighs> <laughs> but I saved her phone. I can't believe it. <laughs> How was it? Were you like, <laughs> sinking out there? Have you been in kind of disbelief? It was a disbelief. And then I grabbed the microphone and I was like, I felt like I was on mushrooms because I was like, what the fuck am I like? <sighs> That's Dude. how it sounded like when I talked. I've been there before. Look at how happy this guy is. Right he now. looks like me at Impact. Like I've been in, I, this happened to me and I've gotten embarrassed by my, my, my voice. Yeah. It's very weird. Ladies, let's go to Impact together. I hated being with Tyler instead of you. I kept imagining you were with me instead. Oh, Tyler looked yeah. like he had so much fun, though. Like, like a genuine excitement. Genuine him's, like, sending me pictures, like, look at me in con. Like, he <laughs> was so excited to be there. You and I probably would have been too cool for the room. We wouldn't. You would not have had your hand on the rail. I would have been like, Kevin, get your hand off the rail. Like, we, we would not have been as excited. I'm glad Tyler went. Having said that, we better go to Impact together. Yeah. We need to, we need to go in. We need to be rowdy as shit. Uh, 
We need to make that happen. I should have just went to this one. I don't know why. I was in San Diego the weekend before. I should have just extended my stay and then just went to Vegas. Yes. This should have been you, Bleedies, if it ever opens. Oh, fuck. This my son see this app. You should have been out. Look, this should have been you with Deanna. Imagine if you were with Deanna instead of shitty Tyler. To the cookies guy? Yeah, no, I, I, I think he did a great job representing us, but I was, I've never been jealous of him ever. But this moment here, are you serious? He got to touch her. I thought for sure she'd have the broom, and she would be like, all, it was going to be Sasha Banks all over again. Like, here's the broom. Stand on that end. Okay, deuces. Like, do a, do a pose. Like, I thought that's what he would get. No, Impact takes care of their fans. They, we want to touch her. When you brought up a broom, I thought you meant she was going to shush him away with a broom. Like he was a mouse. And look, ladies, this should have been you and me. We should have been posing. Look, this was our photo shoot, and Tyler b- crashed it. <laughs> we should, yeah. I mean, I know you guys technically put in more hours together a week, but I feel like <laughs> you and me at this end. And did they ask you, like, hey, we are looking for someone to do explosion? You guys would be perfect <laughs> on explosion. No, if you were there, they would have. They would ask for <laughs> you, and you would have had to politic me in. You would have got me the gig. But look at how mad I am that it's not you. That's me like, who the fuck don't even touch me? This hand better not even touch me. He got the clue, though. He knew to hover. He knew I was ready to bite. Kid Bennett has great. It should have been him, huh? Me and Kid Bennett has great should have went. Oh, you guys would have had an amazing time. Kid Bandit would have absolutely loved being there. And I, look, we could have a three-man table. I'm not saying we can't. I absolutely could. I could pull off an Excalibur like no other. But... Uh, you guys look amazing together. You have the straight man, and then you have uh, who, who would be the straight man in this little duo here? Is Tyler technically the straight man? Because he looks unbelievably high. I'm the straight one. Well, then again, I did want to ride the dick. Bleedish, if you were there, we would have ridden the dick. You coming to the nerd bar? Is Joey Ryan back? Why is that in there? <laughs> I don't know. That's just at the bar. They have an MMA cage, they have a ring, and then they have a dick. Tyler Dude, this is grit and says I'm so by. <laughs> this thing's amazing. So wait, this was after. So after the matches, you guys get to go over to this bar. Yeah. Did Deanna ride the dick? Did oh. uh, who else works for Impact that I would like to watch ride the dick? Did Kimberly return and ride the dick? This girl rode the dick. One girl rode the dick that we videotaped, and then a bunch more. Wrote. Look at that thing. How do you stay on that thing? The girls had a lot of trouble with it. Guys got a better grip for some reason. So, yeah, we got to definitely ride the dick next time. There's bowling alleys, too, and they're all cosmic. So this is Nerd Bar? Why, like, where in Vegas is this? This obviously isn't, like, Strip Vegas, right? This is off Strip? It's towards that old Strip, lady. So after okay. we left Nerd Bar, we're right by Fremont, and we're able to go to Evil Pie. You gotta, we got to get Gino to spend $50 on you and me there, like he did Tyler and I. We'll be able to get a, one drink each. And two pieces of pizza each for 50 bucks at Evil Pie. But that's after our... Look, they do companions, please. Let's watch Revolution there. And you say Gino should pay for us to go. Gino has to go with us. we got to roll his ass around Vegas in his chair. That would be so amazing. Like, he would get us in... We'd be front of the line everywhere that we went. Look at that amazing Corey Feldman they had in the upper left there. This bar, (laughs) it looks incredible. Look, they lied. Mickey wasn't there. She went and hung out with her son. In the middle of the night in Vegas. All the old people are too cool to come to the bar. Th- so these are the, our bartenders, ladies, right? And this, which one was it? I think it's this blonde one or the blonde wig one. Tyler got her to catch him looking at her boobs. Because she had her boobs very visible, cleavage. And Tyler doesn't hit on a girl with words. He'll stare at them 
into their eyes or chest and make them notice. Then the ball's in their court. It's actually not a bad, you know, you're get, you're, you have all the control. If they speak first, you win. So if he's just staring at the boobs the entire time waiting for yep. some sort of acknowledgement, good move by Tyler Spida. Having said that, I would have been doing Hulk Hogan impressions the whole time saying, why don't you My notice me? Like, is he glamming me? and Tyler me? were so hot. Auntie sent 500 elixir. Adi, you should have seen Tyler and I own in this bar. Everyone else looked like this. These are all guys dressed as women and shit. We're the only cool ones there. It's a nerd bar, so of course we're going to be the ladies. Yeah, I guess when you say nerd bar, I was hoping it wasn't like, uh, Matt Cardona was there. Like, it definitely <laughs> does. It wants to be more, like, it wants to be, it wants to be the most nerdy thing ever. So that attracts, nerd is so subjective. It could be whatever it wants to be. And yeah, is that Riddle? Is it? What the fuck? That's Riddle. So he brings his porn star girlfriends. Tommy Dreamer was saying the owner of this bar is a huge wrestling fan. That's why they have the ring bleedies in the school. We're going to train there. And the dick's right by the... They put the is dick in the MMA vampire? cage. Like, Holy shit. Is he glamming me? Tyler, Lott. sent 100 elixir. Tyler, it's a spider girl. All right, wait, bleedies. We're not done with, our, with Sasha yet. Jesus. Look. She's still hugging, okay? We only have 15 seconds left. Let's get through this. Here we go. Right now, like, I've been in, I, this happened to me, and I've gotten embarrassed by my, my, my voice. Yeah. It's very weird. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you've never cut a good promo in your life. Don't try to relate. Like, oh, yeah, one time I was cutting a promo, and I got embarrassed. No shit. You need Tully to do it. <laughs> That's how it sounded like when I talked. Uh, imagine how this bald guy must feel when his mullet friend talks. He gets really embarrassed by his voice, too. I've been there before, and, like, I've been in, I, this happened to me, and I've gotten embarrassed by my, my, my voice. Yeah. It's very weird. I was like, ladies, imagine if this bald idiot was at impact in the third row seat one. No one would even notice, huh? But it was me and I lit up the screen. A lot of people went like people were very excited to see you there. Yeah. It definitely went like viral in this IWYWC. People were, holy shit, that's Kevin Scampoli. Like it, it went around that you were at an impact wrestling event because you weren't screaming you weren't calling nia jack's battle cow you were just a young man enjoying some wrestling <laughs> yeah i'm not yelling at diana battle cow right now at all i was yelling diana Bart's made in japan has grit and says you are the best bald idiot kevin yes i'm the best one i, I should be an ftr now that i know how easy this shit is oh my this. god what the like are they here i saw it live it's all fake ladies yeah you got to watch the work, and they're saying this vodka, is that Grey Goose? Is he saying all I was able to get was the best vodka they make? Because that <laughs> looks like a very nice vodka. Why? I don't shoot vodka. Give me this tequila. Give me the whiskey out of a styrofoam cup that Rock <laughs> Romero brought me. Yeah, these people are privileged, okay? They're over here apologizing for having the best vodka available. Voice yeah. is very weird. Sorry I couldn't get that skull, skull head of tequila. Like, the oh fuck? my god, what the like, are they hearing me that slow, or what? You are nervous in the ring, though. Good. Cheers, thank you, guys. Getting, look, this guy is an orange injected with vodka. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, makeup? What's in her hand? You want a roll? Look at them chugging. Yeah, that's a roll. You nailed it. She's over here getting her carbs in, finally. It's been months. Give her a pitch black Mountain Dew. That's what the wrestlers have post-match now, since Cody leads by example. Yay! Oh, that's it, Fleeties. That's the whole vlog. Mercedes Barnado on YouTube, Fleeties. She's got the hottest growing channel right now. Eating bugs in Japan? I ain't even seen this one yet, Fleeties. It's only a minute 45. Just let me indulge, okay? Look, this isn't like that time we had to watch uh, Bunny from AEW's vlog. That one was 18 minutes. This one's only a minute 45 of eating bugs. Okay, I think... 
I think, because I can't reach it. It looks like Nerd Bar. There was a bunch of the, one of the machines, please, that looked like one of these. You could win an Xbox Series S. But Feels well, like Devos has grit and says I can't believe she's about to eat her husband. That, what the hell? He is a bug. Good call. The Xbox was hanging by a string, ladies, on the machine, and you could move the scissors to try to snip it. But there was no cushion if it fell. It's like they knew you couldn't cut the string. So I didn't even waste my quarter. I knew I wasn't getting an Xbox. Japanese. Unless I have my translator. All right, eat the fucking bug, juggly bitch. Sorry, Vleeties. So, Vleeties, this is a vending machine of bugs. Look, they have a good selection. They got some maggots in the middle. Uh, they got scorpions to eat and, a, and whatever. This is a beetle. <laughs> bugs cooking, it says right here. <laughs> what the hell is going to come oh out of God, here? Oh, my God, a fucking wasp or bee? No way. What comes out? What's it going to look like? In Vleeties, uh, in Vleeties, in Vegas, Vleeties, you can get a, like a scorpion that's in a rock, you know? So it's like you just imagine it was frozen alive, but it's a dead bug in like a rock. You ever see that? I have seen, like, I've yeah. also seen like, I've seen the scorpion in the rock thing, and it's almost just like a gift, right? I have yeah. seen the, the tequila with the worm in it. I don't know <laughs> what purpose that serves. I don't know if it adds like nutrients to the tequila or something, but they even say like, who's going to eat the worm? It's like, none of us? Like, why is that in this bottle? Like, this was kind of expensive. Why would they litter it with worms? I've seen this, the, I've seen the tequila with the worm. That is pretty popular, Bleedies, even since the 90s. I've seen that as well. You guys eat it. What's in there? This is awesome. CZ has grit and says tequila with worm Mexican style, yes, sir. CZ, this is the Dalton best Dalton Birch YouTube 123 channel. has grit and says Sonia Deville got arrested in Jersey. I know, Dalton. She had guns. Ever since she got home invaded, she protects herself. Uh, and you, got it. you can't live in a shitty state. You can't travel through a shitty state in the Northeast like that. You gotta stick to the south where it's safe to protect yourself. You know, ladies, it's the gun-free zones where you get shot. Oh, it's always it, it yeah. fascinates me. Like, like in California, somebody at a, an apartment complex that I grew up by was was shot, shot and killed. Somebody was like going through like messing around with cars, right? So one of the tenants of the apartments came out and is like, "Excuse me," and the guy who was breaking into a car shot him. And I tell the story to to my cousin who lives here in Texas. She goes, "Well, in Texas, everyone has a gun," and I go, "Yeah, but." In California, the the bad guy had the gun and no one else did. So how does that? Which one did somebody die in? And which one can you protect yourself if some if somebody's breaking into your car instead of walking out there being armed with your words? Excuse me, are you breaking into my car? <laughs> like no, you'll have a weapon to protect yourself. Yeah, Jigs, you hear that? Only the bad guy like you have the gun. The blacks have guns in these cities, and the whites we disarm them. We're not we're not allowed to protect ourselves, so we're going to where it's safe. Purpose. You could have the city, okay? We just give it up. We ain't saving cities. They're ruined forever. All right, here we go. We're going to eat some bugs, fleeties. Here we go. It better be alive. It better crawl out under her jacket. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ah! If I can open it. She's just scared. It's mental. There's a, there's a wrestler, fleeties, trying to open a pickle jar. What the <laughs> fuck have we turned into? Can't even open a fucking bug. There you go. Oh. 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 I got fucking crickets. I know oh. crickets. It's coconut sesame crickets. I right, throw another quarter in there. Let's try again. This vlog sucks. Oh. Isn't it weird that she doesn't look that ugly? 
Fleetie's, I mean, she doesn't seem to have all the makeup she usually needs to look attractive. And she still doesn't look that ugly. She, I think she has fake teeth. No, she's gorgeous. She looks amazing right here. I love her hair like that. I don't like the blue shit she's doing now. I, I feel like she is one of those people that just overdoes it. I need to have my lips this color. My, I found this foundation, this eye shit, these, my eyelashes with this. Like, no, she's gorgeous, amazing. She's <laughs> about to eat the bugs. And is her simp husband just kind of recording all this stuff? Like, is that, how did she, you have to have like a videographer, right? Now that she's an influencer. I bet she made him stay home. She'd rather pay a guy. I'm telling you, uh, what it, who said it? Somebody, was it Renee Dupree? Is my son she says it all. Like, is he Kid Bandit me? has grit. Kid Bandit has grit sent 200 Somebody elixir. was saying 80% of the teeth in WWE are fake. Who the fuck said that? I read too much, please. I don't write my sources down. You know what's funny is that could be Renee because his teeth seem very fake. So, <laughs> he, like, well, obviously, he has Triple H voice now. They, they hook you up with fake teeth. They fucking do it, man. I've seen it. I've listened to, like, two episodes. Oh, he hasn't done one this year, so he's on a hiatus just like your, your black friend that you met at Impact. But once he returns, oh, my gosh, it's going to be awesome. He hates AEW. Her teeth are still filling her mouth too much. They're a little too big, but they're whitened at the very least. She's a masshole. They're just crickets. What a disgusting animal. Eating bugs. You're gross. This is what Biden wants you to do, Bleedies. That's why your eggs are six bucks for three. They want you eating bugs. They want meat off your, the real protein off your menu. Well, and even like, it tastes like granola. It's like, yeah, because it's like, you just said it's coconut something cricket. Like, yeah, it's it's such a manufacturer. That, that whole vending machine was very off-putting because it – or very inviting, actually. It, it could Because it was, like, where the bugs are cooking, and here's this. Like, when she opened that Pokeball, it was like a, a already-made, like, manufactured pouch of goodness. Like, yeah, hey, these are Rice Krispie Cheats made with bugs, though. So here, have it. I have a Kenny Omega clip we have to watch from Renee Packett. But first, since we brought up that other interview – Look at this. Wait, is this what we want? Hold on. I think there was a That's the guy you met at Impact. He <laughs> says, I wish we could make a murder scene and fight forever <laughs> like is, Kenny wanted. Dude, this is the turnbuckle talk boys right here. And they got a microphone now. So, look, Kenny's always staring up in the corner like they're watching something. It's like there's nothing on. You're just the best boat machine, buddy. All right, but here, now here's the tweet clip. This clip's interesting since we have to bring one up for a visual anyway. Uh, here's Kenny talking about what the Joshi girls go through. Where the fuck did that other one go? I don't know. We're going to have that other interview up in all day. So, yeah, here's Kenny talking about what the Josie girls go through, Bleedies. You know, they come from Japan. They're in a whole new culture, and they work harder than anyone. We're talking about Riho, Hikaru Shida, Emi Sakura, all your favorites. Kenny brought them in. He was the one with the Japanese contacts, he said. It was great. He actually broke down some interesting parts of the business here on this swerve appearance where he talked about what everyone brought to the table. And it was great. It was like, so if we needed, like, an indie guy from California, like, Matt, Matt and Nick could call him. If you needed an unsigned Japanese guy, I could call him. Then he goes, but if you need, like, security or anything important, that was Cody. Like, anything that involved the actual, <laughs> that could help the business or protect the locker room. Like, all the important stuff. We were like, Cody, can you handle this? And Cody <laughs> had all the connects. So he took them all back to WWE. But at least we still got the Joshi girls. All right, here's what Kenny said to Swerve in Japan for almost 11 years uh, on the social media on I mean of course you're gonna see it everywhere 
Yeah, at least to a small degree. To some sort Wow, of- this is entertaining right off the bat, huh? Ladies, I mean, we had to hear from Bully Ray at Busted Open Live after No Surrender. You know, fans shouldn't listen to other fans talk about wrestling. They should listen to this, ladies. You know why? Because these people have taken bumps. So they're qualified to bore you. So don't listen to fans that are ten times the broadcaster a wrestler could ever be because we didn't waste our life taking bumps for no fucking reason, right? No, listen to these guys because they jump around a ring, and that makes them a good broadcaster. Isn't it interesting that Bully said that? But also Taz used to say that, right? You need to hear from someone in the trenches. Like, why? Who gives a shit? Like, I've been watching this so long. There's a strong chance I've watched more wrestling than a lot of them. Like, if you're like if you're a wrestler, it's not like you're. Imagine Gino. Gino has watched more wrestling than any man, any wrestler ever. Like, he would probably go up to Bully Ray. Yeah, but did you watch uh, All Japan? They had a show. It was really good. Like, he's watching so much like niche content. There's no way that a Bully Ray would keep up with that. So I, I've heard that argument before. And, yeah, li- listen to this discussion that they're having. Can we not have a discussion like that? And then also, I love that you brought up Kenny's looking at, like, a monitor. Because even Swerve kind of did, like, a, what are you fucking looking at? Like, he also kind of looks towards the ceiling, like, there's nothing... There's nothing over there. What are what are you staring at? And it's very reminiscent of Sonic Gino when he's trying to think of what to say next. His eyes just kind of go up, yeah, and he's so just weird. looking towards the ceiling. Yeah, he's scared. That's what they do. They look up like Kenny. And in the chat, uh, Adi wrote, Kenny sounds surprisingly less autistic than just look at him. I mean, that fills in the blanks of autism. What is he looking at? There's nothing on. There's no mounted TV. He's just picked a spot on the wall. And that's all of the, that's Swerve, that's Swerve's fat friend and the other guy. And I don't have to look at them if I just look at them through the spot on the wall. And yeah, ladies, there's been a thousand wrestler podcasts. And in the last 12 years, there's been a total of four good episodes from all of them. Of four good, like Starcade 97, Bischoff vs. Conrad, that was pretty good. I think uh, Bruce Pritchard had a good episode about Sonny uh, <laughs> talking to Conrad. So meanwhile, we do three a week. And we know what we're doing. So, Bully, you've never had a good episode. Bully Ray's never had a good radio show in his life. But he thinks because he took a DDT from RVD in 97 that he is the only one that could talk about wrestling. All right, here's Kenny Omega being super autistic. You're going to find trolls. You're going you're gonna to find people who exist solely to try to make someone's life miserable. Yep. Um, but and you better ignore me, you motherfucker. You'll never see it to a degree like you will in wrestling. He will in America. I take yeah, that so as a compliment. Jokes- is he talking about me? Ladies, I, you'll never see it to a degree. Sneak Eyes has grit like and this. says Busted Open is the worst. Listen to is our my reputation. son a vampire? Like, is he glamming this me? This is great. Veritas Unleashed sent 200 elixir. Who said Busted Open is the worst? It really is. I had to watch a whole live one. That was the great Snake Eyes. And Snake Eyes, Bully Ray's trying to bully me, the fan podcast, the, fan, the YWC lineal champion. Meanwhile, what about David LaGreca? This guy has a power rankings of wrestling wrestlers. He's qualified to do that because he talks to Tommy Dreamer. Because he talks to Bully Ray. Wait, no, he's no more qualified than anyone else. I'm the most qualified. Bleedy's is the second most. And Tyler's not qualified at all. Is I don't my know why son a vampire? Him. Like, is he glamming yeah, me? To a small Kid Bandit has been sent 100 elixir. Kid Bandit has grit. You're going to find trolls. You're gonna, you're and gonna... look, he's saying there's trolls everywhere. But in this community, it's taken to a whole new level. He's talking about me, ladies. It's a compliment, okay? Find people who exist solely to try to make someone's life miserable. Um, 
but you'll never see it to a degree like you will in wrestling, like you will in America. Yeah! And so a lot Fuck of these yeah. Joshi are coming here. Dude, I worked hard for that reputation. They're trying to learn a new language. They're trying to live in a world that is very, very foreign to them and is very difficult for them to acclimate to, to adjust to. This is great. He's about to quote Riho. There's no doubt he's just talking about Riho right here. Look at this. They're trying this American TV style where they're getting a lot less time than what they're used to, and they have to hear these cues being screamed at them from the referees and from you know people in guerrilla position, and they're still killing it. They're the most, I would say, from from year one onwards, they were so reliable. <clears throat> Never had a bad performance. <laughs> and I really believe showed just a, a, a level of Never professionalism a and a level of just... Dedication of their craft uh, from a Watch technical this. standpoint. And look at this. To hear them ask me, like, why does everyone hate me? Like, why do people <laughs> say these things about me? Why do they want me to die? Why do they want me to get hurt? Um, no, we were on her side. We hated the guy. We were mad about a guy beating Riho, Bleedies, or getting to wrestle Riho. But then again, outside of us, people were pretty anti Riho because of Jim Cornette. You know, look, he's about to say, listen to this. You know, like, why are they calling me a schoolgirl? And I don't, I can say, like, hey, just people can be terrible sometimes. Like, and it sucks that you have to listen to that, but that's not everybody. Um, Riho, for example. You know, <laughs> tough no shit, Riho. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we know who, who asked, why, do, why does everyone hate me? That's such well, a Riho question, right? Can I throw it? Can I throw this out there? Why we all hated her? She was just machine gun to the top. It was the same thing as like why we don't like why people didn't like John Cena. It's the same reason why people <laughs> get sick of uh, certain wrestlers. Here's Riho, somebody we've never seen or never heard of. She weighs eighty pounds. She is the best women's wrestler on this show. She's she already is the champion. She's the first ever champion. So there wasn't like this build up to make us believe that Riho was like Rey Mysterio and was gonna beat. All these women. So, yeah, whenever you're like, yeah, I don't know why don't they don't like you. It's like, no, you know why. Like, imagine if you just waltzed in here and won a belt immediately. It, or, although that is what he did. It's still, we, there's, there's going to be some resistance there. But didn't Nyla win the first casino battle royale of women? Riho was our only defense against the guy for a while. And we were on Riho's side, and I believed her from the start, and she's an underdog. She's not John Cena. She was more like Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels breaking through, breaking boundaries, and you were disrespectful and hateful. Calling me a schoolgirl, and <laughs> I don't, I can say like, hey, Oh just my God, people. a Colossus shirt. I just noticed that. Ladies, I have Marvel Snap, and I love Colossus, okay? can be <laughs> terrible sometimes. Like when I was a kid, that was my first favorite superhero. Then I saw Gambit, and I was like, that guy's the coolest one. It sucks that you have to listen to that, but that's not everybody. Um, Riho, for example through a tough time Riho, for example a lot of people thought it was great to no matter what she posted at any point in time to to go on to her social media and, and see his grit and says kenny omega is a bitch well also you gotta he keep in mind and says marvel snap is the best this whole wrestling thing is to get illicit reactions and there was a time when any reaction was like we won now it's like any reaction is i'm deactivating my twitter for a year and I'm leaving social media, and they think we're supposed to apologize to them because they're leaving Twitter. Like, everything's like, like, I'm deactivating. You've gone too far. No, you're the Cardi. We're the Rube. We're reacting to you. Be happy about it. So, no matter what we say, you won. Uh, what happened to that mindset? Now it's like, why does everyone hate me? What the fuck? Because to them. Because you're winning. That's why. Because what someone had taught them, 
that's not what yeah, it's... All right, that's the cornet shot right there, because what someone <laughs> had taught them... To them, or because... Tcon91 has grit and says wrestlers hate attention for some reason. That's not what a female wrestler should look like. And... And then he... he the rest, like, again, reminder, there's no TV there, okay? He's just autistic. Sure. Not every female... Uh, so he goes on and on. No one looks the same. We're all different, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the worst part of this whole interview, they start talking about Last of Us, the show, and Kenny starts going, it's a one-for-one -one remake of the game. That's why everyone loves it. And Swerve has to go, except that episode three, where those faggots were kissing at the, the, the dining room table. And then Kenny was just like, I loved that. Man, that wasn't even like watch. It didn't feel like they were forcing gay on us. How did it not feel like that? He goes, it just felt like two people in love. No, it felt like they forced gay on us. When there's enough gay in Last of Us to go around. The one straight guy in it, we made the gayest part now. They forced it on us. But, of course, Kenny wouldn't notice that, ladies. Kenny's the guy who says support trans kids. Well, and even, like, shot-for-shot uh, shot remake, that's why everyone loves it. And, like, oh, the one thing that's not shot-for-shot shot remake, oh, that part's cool, though. So it's like, well, let's do it all, then. Let's fuck up with the whole show and change the entire thing if that's what's going to work for you. And... Emmy Sakura sucks. I just want—I know that he was like talking about how they're killing it. They're doing awesome. I went to Dynamite in Garland, and I remember Emmy Sakura versus Big Swole put the fucking crowd to sleep. We were miserable. I apologized to my wife for bringing her. Ft has grip and says Omega is a fanuke. Everybody in front of me and in back of me was laughing because we were all just kind of like, oh wow, like. Gosh, remember Jericho was here? Like, we, we were just reminiscing about minutes before we had to sit through Emi Sakura versus Swole. So, we're wrestling fans. We're not going to like everything that happens. That's why certain guys become popular and certain guys get over. Just because Kenny is, is a fan of a Japanese vampire, like, Is he glamming me? Veritas Unleashed sent 200 elixir. It doesn't mean we are. And it doesn't mean we have to be. But now that we're in like in his world, like yeah, I brought all these women here and they're killing it. You should like them. If you don't like them, you're racist. You're a bigot. You're misogynistic. It's like no, that's not true. I just don't think they're good wrestlers. Does anyone have the gay scene to show, ladies? Because I don't think no. you've seen it. You're, you're, when you see it, you're gonna hate it twice as much as you think you hate it. I already hate this show. <laughs> now here's the reason why. Because I like I didn't play this video game. I own the game. It's wrapped in plastic. But everybody's sucking this show's dick so hard, I automatically hate it. It can't be as good as you're all saying that it is. Oh, it's just like the video game. Well, then just play the fucking video game. What's exciting about, like, this is just like uh, Gino when we were talking about Cowboy Bebop. It's like, why'd they change this? Why'd they change this? If you want to watch that, go watch the fucking cartoon, all right? We don't need to watch shot-for-shot shot remakes of anything. This clip won't even do it justice. You got to see when one of the guys is naked laying in the bed waiting for the other gay guy to come out of the bathroom so they can fuck each other in the ass. I mean, this is just the piano part. I mean, this gets so fucking gay. And no, Kenny, it's not cool. And says it was a phenomenal game for its time. They dropped the ball. Yeah, they remade it twice. Game sucks. Now they made it gay. I, never, I bought the second one, and now I don't think I can play it anymore. Dalton Birch 123 has grit and says that gay guy looks like Gino. They made Bill Offerman gay, ladies. What the fuck? Is that his name? Whoa, what language is this? Alright, start kissing for Vlades. Genos vacuum has grit and says I got called into HR because of this. Because <laughs> you didn't love this episode. Here you go, get in there. <laughs> Two straightest guys in the game, by the way. Nothing gay about him. And then Swerve goes, yeah, it's like the title of the show, The Last of Us. It fits the show. Like, what are you talking about? 
The Last of Us or two gay guys? How does that fit the title? Look at this. This is the gayest shit we ever saw. So these two guys are going to put each other's dicks in each other's ass. They're going to put the dick in the mouth. They're going to go, oh, 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 and come all over each other. And that's cool. That's awesome, guys, because dykes aren't enough anymore. We need fags, too. At least dykes are hot, fleeties. Stop it. That's sexist. Kiss them. Kiss them. Come on. How come Witcher Netflix show didn't get this gay, fleeties? Because this one came out after 2021, right? Isn't that kind of what, like, after 2020 was really the, the mark. That was really where the whole thing started, where it's like, oh, mate. And the liberal agenda just took off. And here we are making every single thing, even a, a video game, a show about a game, needs to be gayed up because we're putting it on HBO. So, look, I get, look, I, like, there was even a, an interview with Bowens talking about gay representation in wrestling. And it's like, we can't just say that. Like oh we need we need the no we don't need the representation you can keep your keep your your sex life at home but unfortunately gay is no longer just like a sex life it's this is me like you have to be gay and like live out loud and then when people don't like it they call it review bomb oh we review bombed another fag thing oh my god no it's that's those are the reviews of it and we don't like it it sucks go gay go broke that's always been the rules bleedies. And so that's what you can look forward to, and Kenny loves that. Now look, though, Kenny's going to talk to our best friend ever. Where the fuck is it? There there she is. Remember her, Bleedies? John Moxley's wife? I do remember John Moxley's wife. I'm fascinated by their relationship. Why did she leave WWE? Total Divas would be perfect right now. Look what they say here. What the hell? Uh, Kenny Omega had an eerie 2022. That's what, it, that's what we'll start with. Wait till you see Bugsy, what happened during so. it. Bugsy, we heard Cody Rhodes come out and talk about how he takes no sides in the brawl out between CM Punk and the Elite because he's against both sides. He doesn't like CM Punk because CM Punk came in and didn't know the feeling of all in, didn't know the feeling that started the company, and he poisoned the waters. And you know Cody's against the Elite because he was Phil Brooks against them just before Phil Brooks showed up. So Cody hates both sides. Let's see where Kenny stands. Maybe Kenny will take Phil's side now. Let's see. I had felt that the story that I was able to tell with Hangman was one <clears throat> one that I was very proud of. Mm-hmm. And I felt that the people were behind him and I was I was I was happy that we were moving forward in a direction that didn't necessarily require me. I felt that now is Isn't a- it weird, Bleedies, this guy had all the belts for a year and it doesn't seem to be being remembered that well. Like, is it forgotten? Is it disliked or like, is, is, is it the legendary thing it was supposed to be at the time? It feels like people already forgot he's just some trios guy that wrestles in a shirt sometimes when he was supposed to solidify his status as the greatest right now and of all time. It doesn't feel like he did that when he stole Impact's title. No, he, he didn't. And I remember trying to argue for him, like, no, he's number two of the year. Like, remember I was even, like, PWI had him at number one, and their argument was... Look, Roman Reigns was... It was Triple is H my son a vampire? Look. Like, is he glamming me? <laughs> Sounded friend sent 100 elixir. Roman Reigns only was the champ of one company. Kenny was the champ of three. Like, that was their argument was that he was the AAA champion, he was the Impact champion, and he was the AEW champion. So that has more merit and more value than Roman's WWE title reign. But did it? And I think Kenny Omega's title reign was kind of a cheesy heel character that was very un- unmemorable. Like, it just 
I bid you adieu. And he just like he was he was running back all the stuff that got him over back in like 2015. But there wasn't anything fresh to it. 69 Me Dawn was pretty funny. But for the most part, it, w- it was very un- unmemorable. Like, who gives a shit? And we've moved on to so much better better things. Like, Hangman winning the belt. And like, uh, and then even, like, the, the CM Punk reign. Like, we did so much. The, the company did so well without Kenny Omega. I think that title reign is completely yeah. forgotten. Even though Hangman's run did kind of have a bad second half altogether, stuck on Rampage against, like, Adam Cole, I do remember that way more fondly. I was way more into Hangman. Phil Brooks, we missed the most. All that seems to overshadow Kenny, like the mega Kenny Omega year that was supposed to define AEW and uh, overtake Roman Reigns and all the rankings. In the chat, T-Con said, uh, it's another AEW thing where you just forget it a couple months later. Who said it was, what the fuck? I missed it. God damn it, Fleeties. Somebody said it was so, oh, Agent Jake says it was so forced. Maybe that's what it was. Imagine if Tony or if uh, Kenny Omega won all those belts because he had like they were on his shoulders, his waist. He's holding belts. If he did all that but never talked, like if that guy just never opened his mouth and let us see the curly hair as the character, like when he was all the way in Japan and we saw from afar, he seemed kind of cool. Like this guy with the curly mullet, man, I would like to see one of his matches one day. If only he wasn't in Japan. Then he came over here and he cut the worst fucking promos every week. He had to cut a promo every week, even though we had Don Callis to be his voice. What if he just shut his mouth? Would he have been a legend? Yeah, but, but you know what? That would have added to the mystique a little bit, I think, right? Because having him try and Chris Jericho some of these rivalries just didn't work. He was He's not the best talker. I mean, clearly by this interview with Swerve. Good God. Like, him just staring at the wall. Like, what are we really doing? Like... Where am I going with this? Why are we talking about this? How did we get here? Like, there's all these things that he's done in wrestling where we give him all this credit. Like, no, Kenny is amazing. Kenny's awesome. Uh, but I think a lot of the, the – I think you even mentioned this about Will Ospreay. A lot of the great Kenny Omega rivalries, we don't give the other guy enough credit. Like, Kenny versus Okada was amazing. We leave that going like, yeah, Kenny's great, but – Okada's really freaking good. Alpha versus Omega, a lot of what brought a lot of us to watch New Japan. We don't give Jericho as much credit as, oh, this Kenny's the best bout machine. He's had great matches, you know, Kota Ibushi. Like, uh, all of these things that have happened with Kenny Omega, I think he's been surrounded by a lot of good talent, and that helps elevate him. So when he went to AEW and suddenly it's like, and now I'm going to say this, but that triple threat match with Orange Cassidy and Neville, like, remember that? What the fuck was that? That was in that title reign. Like, we have a pay-per-view. Who's the number one and number two contenders? Neville, or what's his name? Pac and Orange Cassidy. Like, just a very unrem- like unmemorable title reign. And that's might, that also might not just be his fault. There, there was also a ring that didn't explode. A lot of what, he, like, what happened for him just <laughs> didn't hit. Okada's just John Cena. And I don't mean that as a compliment. That's not a compliment coming from me. I'm still living in 10 years ago when he couldn't wrestle. And when we were still booing John Cena, and we didn't like the salute or the rapper version, now you kids today love all versions. But Okada with this little win at the end of every night, posing, giving his speech at the end. I mean, I loved it until Sasha Banks came out during the last one, and Okada didn't know what to do. He didn't know where to put his hands. All of a sudden, he's the most awkward babyface that ever lived because Sasha Banks is bringing some angst out to the ring, ruining his speech. John Cena would have posed with Sasha Banks way better. John Cena's better than Okada. 
Well, yeah, John Cena's number one on the top 500 of all time. There's no reason why he wouldn't be number one. And Okada probably, he's not as close to her as Dax. So he didn't know if he was supposed to hug her, kiss her, give her a shot of vodka. <laughs> he didn't know what to do. So he was just standing in the ring like, uh, Mercedes-san. <laughs> great, great Okada impression, by the way. And then she said Okada-san back. Remember when she said Kairi-san for no reason? Well, she went in Japan. All right, Fleeties, look, Kenny's trying to talk to us. He got a perm again, all right? He's becoming the cleaner. Look at him. He's looking like the Kenny everyone fell in love with when he beat Jericho. Forward in a direction that didn't necessarily require me. I felt that. This piece of shit buried Will Ospreay. Fuck him. Sorry, Fleeties. Sorry, here we go. Now is a good... So did Okada. Fuck Okada. Time to get this stuff taken care of. And, um... All right, so he's talking about when he gave the belt to Hangman. After feeling like he had to carry the company Jericho style for so long. And now we had time to heal and get surgeries. Both knees, bleedies. CZ a shoulder. says Kenny Omega is still a bitch twice too. And one of those hernias. So he had a lot wrong with him that he had to fix. And look, this is kind of sad. Like, he was gone for eight months. And look at the feeling when he came back. Sounding then friend I felt like and says Kenny looks like him on coke. Eight months had passed. And it was time to come back. And it was kind of like the GIF, you know, of the dude walking in. It's called the GIF, retard. The pizza boxes and the whole room's on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So apparently that's a community GIF, ladies, according to Ringside News. What's the GIF with the guy with the pizza boxes and the room's on fire? That, so Donald Glover's walking into the apartment and... They're, they roll this dice. Oh, but this is so hard to explain if you haven't watched it in years. It, there's this scene where they, like, roll a dice in the... Uh, what's his name? Abed? Abed? Abed is sitting there, and he's like, we're about to create six different time streams. And then they do create a time stream where, for some reason, Troy, Donald Glover, walks in, and everything's on fire. And he's like, I got the pizzas, and the world is just going crazy. That was reality, like, number five. Well, so this is Kenny coming back. And the fire... What I, here's what I think he's talking about. The pizza is wrestling. He's bringing wrestling back to AEW. The fire is CM Punk. And CM Punk ruined everything in the small time, the eight months that Kenny was away. Look at this. And I didn't get it. I was like, what is, why, what's with this strange atmosphere? Mm. What's with this strange aura? What, why does something feel so ominous right now? And I, I didn't even know. I couldn't figure it out. Wow, locker room leader, huh? Really, he feels the feeling of the room, but he doesn't have his finger on the pulse right now. And next you knew, there was more stuff happening. And I'm like, how, and again, like it's, it's, it's so surreal because it's almost like it never even happened. It's, it happened, of course it happened, but I wasn't even, I, I had right, He's being super vague. Well, here's that second half again. But he was gone for eight months, came back, and that was the feeling. What is this? eerie ominous feeling it was phil brooks huh yeah absolutely they invited phil brooks who uh rvd told that amazing story of like hey we're having a meeting you know like, like <laughs> who you are you like <laughs> like clearly you know when phil gets to 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 aew that's kind of 
it's automatic that he's in charge, that he's involved. He's now in Ruby Soho's vlog and Sammy's vlog and everybody's vlog has to have some CM Punk in it because he's the best. Why wouldn't you want him on your vlog? He's in charge of all this shit now. He has an ear like directly to Tony Khan. They brought him in to save this company. Like, and, and I think when Kenny came back, there's probably a lot of like, wait, this company was doing really well when I left. What happened? And that's what, that's what I was saying the entire time. Like We were loving Christ Hospital promos, but it's not like Punk came in and was like, this place is going to get more welcoming. It's like, no, you're a douchebag. Reese says, I prefer Punk. At least you know he's an ass in real. That's the thing is, we, I think we do prefer Punk, but then we also side with the all-in feeling that Cody tries to defend, and that's the elite. Even though like we'd never pick a Kenny side over a Punk side, would we? Everybody always says that. I prefer the real. And then when the real's in your face, you're like, why the fuck did we bring this asshole to the party? <laughs> like, like Everybody says that. Just shoot straight with me. It's like, okay, you want straight? You're fucking useless. If I was in charge, I would fire you. You're being a fucking cunt to half the talent here. So everybody that loved working here now fucking hates it. So you should go. And then he would say, no, not going anywhere. You... It's clobbering time. Like, he's not going anywhere. So everybody always pretends, like, you want the real. But if you have to get anything done, sometimes keep your more reserved thoughts to yourself. And now that we're so many months separated, doesn't it suck this made everyone worse? Whether it be the elite as their stupid trios thing they've been doing, that best of seven of shit, or even Chris Jericho got worse from all this. Everyone is more boring from the brawl out, but at least we got the brawl out. The brawl out itself was exciting. All right, so here's Kenny describing the fire again. Dude, there was more stuff happening. Look, and how vague is that? What, there was, it was ominous, and then more stuff was happening? Look. Next you knew, there was more stuff happening. And I'm like, how? Look at that Renee face. She knows what he's talking about. Yeah, she showed up. She was there. <laughs> again, like, it's... it's, it's she so, bit punk? It's so surreal because it's almost like it never even happened. It's It happened. Of course it happened. But... I wasn't even, I, I. Didn't this guy just said he'll never talk about it? Like a month ago, he was saying it's never going to get talked about. So just stop asking, okay? And then we had Cody talk about it since. Now he's uh, unleashing. Hadn't even gotten. I can't wait to hear Nick Jackson shoot on this. Like familiar with my surroundings yet or re-familiarized yeah. backstage with, with the new AEW at that point. Wow, and think about it too. The eight months he was gone, he comes back to Tony Schiavone running the show, basically. We saw all those weird promotions during Kenny's hiatus and the elite. They had to come back to someone else's AEW. Pat Buck's now like getting rooms, get, not room service. Cat, Pat Buck's getting everybody their meals. I mean, there are new people in the locker room. Um, and is a lot of son a vampire? Months. Like, is he glamming so, me? Tony Schiavone's like son. We had new EVPs, D-Boss. Kind of come back and see a lot of old faces and be like, oh, hey, oh, hey, but then feel this, this eerie sort of... You know, to feel like I was in Erie, Indiana for a second. Classic show. You don't even get that, ladies. You're too cool. You're one of these gym guys who doesn't even watch cool shows. <laughs> Dalton Birch gets it. Dalton Birch knows about Erie, Indiana. It's like, oh, boy. And then stranger things started happening. Oh, no, what the hell? Another show. Is my son that a show vampire? Sucks, though. Like, is he glamming me? Kid Bandit has got sent 100 elixir. Millie Bobby Brown used to be hot. Well, I was like, oh, man. What do I do? What is the... This isn't right. Someone needs to be the voice of reason. This, so this is when they go to his locker room, I assume. 
Like, so he talks about how somebody needs to be the voice of reason. Then I got beat up for it. Look. What is the, this isn't right. Someone needs to be the voice of reason. You? This is silly. And it's just like things fell off the rails and we were just involved in a very silly situation that <laughs> people are probably going to be talking about for, for months and possibly that, years to come. At least he's accepted it by now. Bother no. you that he's not trying to shut us up anymore. People are going to be talking about that for so long and sort of like the question mark. Yeah, does it bother you? We talk about your husband blading every fucking match on camera, you fucking bitch. About that, do you wish... Like, that was a little sexist. I take it all back. I, I mean, I'm sure it would just be nice. I went too far, ladies. Look, I don't like her. Ever since she rejected my hand in marriage, I hate Renee Young. Yeah, she's not... A lot of that lust is gone. And I, did she really Sonic change Chino it to the session? says we need murder scenes in wrestling games. The ESRB sucks. Yes. Chino, we know you said that already. We got it. The joke <laughs> landed the first time, all right? Let's murder people like Kenny wants. We got it. But what I'm trying, like with this part, uh, uh, with with Renee and with with everything that we're doing here, like how come it is called the sessions, and why is Kenny being so? It's never going to be talked about, and the way he's talking about it is the most wishy washy. Like I'm not saying what what you want me to say, but I'll make references so you kind of get it. Strange yeah, he's saying like silly silly stuff happened. Like, yeah. yeah, that's one way to put it, huh? Yeah, like, just tell us what it means. Like, it was so silly. Like, everyone was yelling at each other. Like, give us, we want to know why you knocked out Larry's teeth. There's a lot <laughs> of things we want to know. And for him to say, like, I'm not going to say what happened, but if you've ever, like, I don't know, seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it was a little like that. Like, give us give us a pop culture reference to tie this whole thing together. The Renee Young interview we've been watching and the Swerve one we watched a little bit of seems to be what's starting the fire in the dirt sheets in internet fans' minds that he's coming to WWE. And it's interesting because I almost believe it where he seems like he's less of a follower than the Young Bucks. Like, are they following him around? Like, remember they came back and they were just like, we're just so grateful to be back because it was really not looking good there. We might all, like, they came back with their tail between their legs. This Kenny seems like he was annoyed coming back. What's this ominous thing? And then he was also the first one to show up on camera in Japan when everyone was, like, silenced and, and sent home. Kenny's doing Target GM jokes on cash register gifts in Japan. And he was in Japan talking to Sasha on her vlog saying, this is where my heart is, too. So his heart's not with AEW anymore. Feels like he might want to follow Cody, whereas the Young Bucks are just happy TK let him back. Uh, and look, there's a strong chance. I remember I watched him being the elite, and it did always seem like Kenny was just there. It's not like he wanted it. Because I always remembered him in, like, New Japan. Kenny was the New Japan guy. And the Young Bucks would work Ring of Honor, and they were working stateside. And Kenny would show up once in a while, but it never really felt like Kenny was on board as much. Like, you'd watch being the elite, and there'd be a lot of Matt and Nick, and Cody would be involved. Hangman would be there. Marty, remember Marty Skrull? And then Kenny would kind of be, yeah, he's there sometimes. And he's he just doesn't seem as invested in, like, this is my idea too. If I, if you like, he liked doing the women's division, and I think he likes the idea of being the EVP. But maybe enough time has passed to where he's just accepting, like, like this isn't what I thought we were starting. It's changed from what it was. I miss wrestling in New Japan. I just maybe he just doesn't like what what AEW has become or what it is. I think you liked working in an impact more. And we blame Tony Khan, right? He ruined everything. He lost the all-in feeling, like Cody said. And he went with these WWE guys that didn't want to lose, like Miro and CM Punk. And now we lost 
our hangman. Yeah, absolutely. Look look at the women's division. Jesus, like Ruby Soho showed up and just won that casino battle royal. No reason. It's not like Ruby Riot was this over wrestler in WWE, but just because she's on our team now, let's give her a big win to get her going. Like, how many times does that happen where you just have this ex WWE Christian, and I love Christian, but Christian <laughs> Cage showing up? Like, uh, FTR, FTR leaves WWE, and they're they're being they're, they're given the golden keys. Swerve, there's there's a lot of there. I know there's value in that. Hey, there's name recognition, but if you are MJF, if you are at Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, if these guys who were at the presser at the very beginning of this entire thing, and like now you're watching this whole thing change because, oh, the WWE guys know there's a new place to work. We built the place, but it's okay for them to come in and just take it over. Like the fact that CM Punk got the push that he did as fast as he did, I bet that did drive a lot of the guys crazy. We had something special with AEW. Then uh, former WWE guys came in and just made it impact. Or what we thought Impact was. Christian went full WWE tonight. How about his promo? We're not going to have a match. We're going to have a fight. It's the same thing. <laughs> like, that's the most WWE psychology of all time. Like, no, we don't think that way here. The women's division is shit. The matches are fights, okay? We, there's still a bell and there's still stomp punching. Don't wear jeans either. We don't want to see a jeans match. Right, like the question mark. About that, do you wish, like, I, I mean, I'm sure. Look at how tough Kenny looks now, ladies. Look at this. Look at this badass. But under the look at him looking down his nose at you. Again, kind of, it is what it is. is I don't my know. son a vampire? Like, is he I think WWE me? ruined him already. Sounding friend sent 200 elixir. Sounding friend, have, <laughs> have you seen the Kenny Omega promo on WWE's YouTube channel? When WWE posted this to be assholes, right? And you should never sign with them because of this. But ever after seeing it, uh, it makes me hate modern Kenny. Just to see young Kenny. Ladies, have you seen this old promo from OVW? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it definitely made the rounds when WWE posted it. And Kenny is somebody that I looked up. Like, how did he never get to WWE? And then this was on the internet. Like, people knew he was an OVW. Obviously, every wrestler who came out of that generation had to at least go to OVW or Deep South. You know, so it makes sense that you're going to WWE developmental. He, what was he, 21 when he did this promo, though? He looks terrible. He sounds terrible. And then it, I even like see shades of this Kenny now in modern Kenny. Every time I see him, like he never did get any better like the Young Bucks. Look at this. Turn it up, Gino. The big rough and tough football player. From what a homo. Drew <laughs> Jones, the big rough and tough football player from Columbus, Georgia. The guy that says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke Harper never did that. The guy with the multicolored rainbow tights. Well, Crew Jones, and the rainbow that Kenny Omega has cast. This guy might have been better than the now on the mic. <laughs> there's not going to be a pot of gold or leprechaun at the end. Oh, my oh, no. God. Oh, my God. There's going to be oh, a no. big fat loaf of sliced bread and a dirty steak. I sent in an audition to WWE 10 years ago. It's as embarrassing as this. Eat deep south wrestling canvas that you're going to. It's gonna Joe Cronin levels of embarrassment. Lay on for the count. Is one, my son a vampire? Like, is my, he glamming my me? My fear is that that's in a library That's on a hard drive somewhere. Do not view, destroy, or duplicate. Kevin Scampoli, 80 pounds heavier, trying to get a job. Three. All right, so that was the worst thing we've ever seen. And, and this guy better never go to WWE. He better hold a grudge over this upload. 
No, this is perfect. They're going to play this when he gets his title shot. They're going to have the AJ Styles. The sweet smell of success. It's a familiar scent to me. Like, you know they're going to be able to plug this into some sort of promo package at WrestleMania when they come back to Dallas and he's fighting Cody for the championship with the young buck, a young buck in each corner. Oh, gosh, wrestling's going to be awesome next year. You know, yeah, all the EVPs coming where they belong, WWE. Then, then we hate Tony Khan forever. Then he lost the feeling. No Jungle Saurus can bring AEW back from those depths of losing the original. Uh, they're going to lose Eggman if they lose Kenny. And then they'll lose the Bucks, and then it's all over. Ladies, look at this headline. You believe this for one second? WWE talent are not unhappy about WrestleMania 39 card. Hmm. What a, what a story. This is, what, this is our favorite type of story lately since Triple H got in charge. Something will be reported. And then the next, like, two hours later, they'll be like, that's not true. So it was reported that WWE talent are unhappy about WrestleMania 39 card. And then Triple H gets online and sends a little email to uh, Steve Carrier. And now we're going to retract that. WWE talent are not unhappy about WrestleMania 39 card. And look at the logic on this. We're supposed to believe that because it's just not finalized yet. Look, we asked around about talent being upset about the card. And we're asked to return, how can there be a report about a lot of, oh, fuck, about a lot of talent being unhappy when the card is not complete? Well, okay, this, now we're going back to Art of Wrestling with Phil Brooks. Like, yeah, it's not complete to the marks like us. On Wikipedia, we don't know the matches yet. But they know now. All the talent are going to know what they're working towards uh, by, Feb by March with WrestleMania being like a month away. They know what their match is going to be or isn't going to be. They know what Battle Royal or pre-show they're going to be stuck in. And we know Vince McMahon's back in charge when almost has a match before Natalia, ladies. So Natalia's unhappy. They're all unhappy. And the whole roster sucks anyway. What do they expect? I love the double negative headline, by the way. They're not unhappy. Can you say <laughs> the roster's happy with the card? Like, isn't that the proper way to, to, to say that? And... <laughs> Like, I, I, isn't that every year, though? Like, if I called Ch Gable right now, I called Chad Gable. Hey, Chad, just wanted to get your take on the WrestleMania card. Fuck the WrestleMania card. I'm, where's Bob Holly? Hey, I, I got an idea. Let me win the fucking belt. Like, that's, like, that's what every wrestler wants. So who are the people that they're calling? Because, yeah, if I call Angelo Dawkins, like, what do you think about WrestleMania? I'm not on the fucking card yet. I, what the fuck? So it, that's a weird report to run anyway. I'm on Triple H's side. WrestleMania is going to be fantastic. How do you guys not like Omos? He's 416 pounds. <laughs> that match is going to be like three minutes. Everyone settle down. Look at this, two Valides. So we have a Brock Lesnar match that's got everyone talking. And now th th there's uh, stories coming out to try to put out those fires. So Omos gets booked against Brock. We all know it's Vince McMahon. So now it's like, now look. No, multiple superstars were pitched as Brock's opponent. Yeah, and who made the call? Because we were told Triple H had the final decision, and I don't believe that for one second. So look, we've confirmed that Vince McMahon is not in charge of creative, they say in one sentence. But then look at this. It's also stressed that there was no confirmation that any of this is a Vince McMahon call. So not, not being able to confirm it's Vince's call is a confirmation it wasn't. So I don't know what, what's going on with the doublespeak. But it's clear Vince McMahon is making big decisions. And uh, talent has come out saying as much. And then, of course, then you get the rewrite, the retraction from Triple H. Fix it. There is no Vince in charge. Triple H is a fucking tool lying to us. 
And every time there's a second story that tries to negate one from earlier in the day, it's literally Triple H trying to control information. Yeah, it's their PR team. Like, why wouldn't you have a team that does that? They're reading the dirt sheets all day. Hey, Kevin, come inside. Uh, come inside. But he come said inside. something they weren't supposed to say. <laughs> and it's, oh, okay. I'll, I'll handle that one. Hey, uh, hey, Steve, just wanted to uh, know that we're. Uh, they love the card. I don't know why you would say that. Yeah, the card's not even done. Makes no fucking sense, dude. So I could absolutely see Triple H making these calls and getting the wrestling media behind. Plus, also, it gives them that access. Like, you know, hey, uh, I'm not going to tell you about the WrestleMania thing, but uh, Sonya Deville was arrested. I got to go by. Like, and then, like, <laughs> like <laughs> he gives him some headline and, like, bolts out of the room. Like, I got to go by. See, I'll see you at the scrum. And he walks out. Lights off and on for sounding friend, bleedies. He just sent a healing kiss. And we're going to hit level 7 tonight. We're winning by over 100K in the arena. And this is no slouch we're against, Fleeties. They have 101,000. Oh, it's Flavio again. We're always beating Flavio. Thank you so much. Adi's here too, Fleeties. But it was Sounding Friend who sent the healing kiss. Fleeties, it's Revolution Week. We get to pick Revolution tonight. And we're all happy about that card, regardless of what Gino says. And we all hate the WrestleMania card, regardless of what Triple H says. Before we pick Revolution, please look at this. Our, remember our Goober of the Year? GOC, Goober on Cinema? She's reached a whole new low. You're going to hate this. No. Look, new shoot coming this week. Until then, shrimp ratings. $25 per pick. And I'll rate your shrimp. You guys have been asking for this forever. So she wants your bulbous cock in her inbox, please, and she's going to rate it. This has been like, we've been asking for that? Who are the people? Like, and, and this obviously must be very lucrative. Like, she, she definitely seems to be doing well. She's sticking with the OnlyFans thing. Uh, you guys have been asking for this. And if you're the husband, good God, man. Come on. Your, your girl's about to see my dick, Tyla's dick, Kevin's dick, huge asses dick, TK91's dick, Hugh Lissom's dick, Adi's dick, JT's dick. <laughs> all of that. She's going to see all of uh, Ayako's dick. She's going to see all of it. Look at this. Shirt on, 30 plus picks for 25 bucks. Shirt off, see everything, 40 plus picks, 100 bucks. I'll just take the dick pick rating for 25. Adi, I'm putting that 100 elixir towards my shrimp rating. Someone in our Discord said, GOC rated a shrimp gay. I don't know if he was kidding or if, <laughs> if that's the type of rating she's given out. Gino Try did to... tell us that apparently a dick rating is for, what was it, shame? A shame fetish? Like, fetish, like you want to be abused? But I thought they would be giving good ratings because you paid. I think that's Gino wanting that. I think Gino likes the like the, the cuck aspect of like the yeah call call me call me the f word like that's Gino. He wants that stuff said to him because he is a sadomasochist, as we all know well. He wants murder scenes in video games. All right, get rid of that rating. So that like maybe that is a lot of what people are expecting. But yeah, I think there's a lot of dudes out there sending her there. Like if I send her my glorious hog, I don't want her to go. It's so little. I want her to say like, wow, I like the color. Tyler said he fucked up bad tonight. He's throwing up everywhere. He doesn't know if he can suck. What the hell are they serving at Dynamite? What was he drinking? We had a bunch of drinks at uh, Impact, and we were fine, Bleedies. I, I wonder what it could be. Like, I know it's in San Francisco, so the water is obviously full of mold and toxins. So maybe he was drinking some of the water. I know when I went to the show in, da in Garland in Dallas... Uh, the hot dog was not very good, but we did not get sick. Okay, we we did okay. I think Ralphie got 
I don't know if they had they had water because for kids it's not like you can. I, I wasn't like, yeah, give me a sprite. I don't want to juice them up on sugar yet. Uh, so we didn't even drink. I didn't partake. I'm going to Raw though. I'm going to partake at Raw. Agent Jake wants Gino to send his shrimp to GOC. That would be awesome. Maybe he sends it to me and I send it to her. Either ladies, I got to send mine, huh? GLC is going to look at our dick for only 25 bucks. We got to do, we got to get the review. We have to. Like, I just want to know. I might even want the shame thing. I'm like, I'm not going to go from a glorious <laughs> angle. I'm going to just do half of it and say, what do you think? Like, I'm going to do, <laughs> plus I've been using Manscaped, so it looks all clean right now. It looks very weird. I look, I look like a teenager. I don't think it's up to you, Vladis. You always get shamed. Even JD from New York was shaming you. You're Mr. Pizza, remember? Yeah, <laughs> Fat Mario. I gotta go the mustache back out before I send her. Now, I'm not gonna send a dick pic. I'm just gonna send her a full like me standing camera across the room, like dick in my hand, like, hey, hey there, uh, twenty five bucks. Here you are, ma'am. <laughs> Ladies, there's a companion this weekend. They keep happening on Discord because we have revolution coming up, ladies. And you know how to get into these things. Yeah, after the last companion, I owe you guys a nice one, okay? I thought I was going to be nice during the elimination chamber, but then somebody talked over me in the very beginning, remember? So <laughs> but this is going to be the one where I don't yell at anyone. It still might be seven hours, ladies, like the last one. We were watching GOC art vlogs. We were watching Impact. We were watching Japan. There was a lot of wrestling last time. But, ladies, look, you got to go to havegrit.club. You click on this menu, and this is where you want to be right here. Subscribe, Starve Ladies. $2 tiers and up. Two, look at this. $2. This is crazy. And then there's a free tier as well, Vleeties, which has a very handsome photo as well. Before I gained 400 pounds. Look, Vleeties, I'm not even logged in, and there's stuff I can watch, okay? So a lot of this stuff is locked, but a lot of it isn't locked. Like, and then there's a whole free tier. Where, where's my free? There's a free category to click on that's supposed to give us all the free stuff ladies but yeah uh twfs on subscribe star after you sign up ladies make sure you link your subscribe star with your discord and then you'll be able to have a red name like the cool kids yeah and you you gotta do it it's awesome the companions are a, a much it's such a fun way to watch wrestling because if you're watching it by yourself it is kind of like sad you're watching wrestling like yeah. get with the boys bro come party with us why don't you want to kick it Come in. We're all making jokes. We're having a great time. Uh, sometimes there's curse words, and I'm like, "That Ralph heard that one. Like, we're having <laughs> such a good time in there. It's hilarious. I should be doing pay-per-view after shows, please. That's where the big money is, you know. But instead, we stay, look, seven hours together with the Discord. It's our special members night. All right, here we and go. we, th look what if we do the Grubhub scam, but to KFC? What if we get a 12-piece... Shut the fuck up. Who the fuck is talking during my companion? Do it, dude. It's rhetorical. <laughs> the fuck was that? Fucking asshole interrupt my fucking companion. Those commemorative chairs in the front few rows. Now, ladies, we hate WWE. So we were sitting there trashing this shit the whole time. And then I had to bring up Impact every now and then, look, to cheer us up. Yeah. But it was lame. Mountain and whoever is holding that knockouts championship at the end, know that I am coming for you. Oh, my God. The last rodeo. JD from New York missed that. Impact's the best. There's a catch. There's a catch. Two guys are chanting, so she stops talking. Ladies, look, we watched Japan. Look at this. The last companion was unmissable. When you sign up on Subscribe Star, you can watch this whole thing, Bleedy. Why are we playing Kyrie's song? These professional. Look at that. I judge it all. Wrestlers. All right, we need an attack right here, right? Kyrie's going to be mean. 
No. <laughs> this is a ring of honor. <laughs> oh, Monet. Monet. And then we got to see Okada pose with her later, Bleedies. Remember? That was exciting. No, we don't want English. This is pro wrestling. No. This is. Oh, yeah. Okada tried to speak English. That sucked. Yeah, he didn't nail the English as much as I think we would have hoped he would, but just don't do it then. Like, just just say all of that in Japanese, put the subtitles up. That's what we really prefer. Yeah, when he speaks in Japanese, like, it doesn't matter what he's saying. It seems awesome. And then Kevin Kelly will tell us in between the sentences. When yeah. he's speaking English, he just sounds retarded. He's missing words. So that was a shitty promo. Then Sasha Banks came out and ruined it even more. Worst night of our lives. But AEW is going to fix that, Bleedius. Revolution is this weekend. We're watching it together. And we get a one-hour Ironman match between MJF and Debray, which means we won't have 13 matches. That means this will take out like five matches. Isn't that exciting? Now, are you on the side of wrestling's lame so you don't want to watch a match that long, Bleedius? Because we saw Hangman go an hour with Debray. Now, it wasn't, you know, advertised as going an hour. Does that make it worse? that you know you're going to sit there for 60 minutes this weekend? I'm going to enjoy the match. We don't always get to see Iron Man matches, so at least there's still some, like, there, there's this, you know, lure about it. You know, you want to see a 60-minute Iron Man match because, like, when, when I think it, there's, a, there's been so few of them that I've seen, they're still unique and they're still special. How can they tell this hour-long story? And I think we haven't, we haven't really lived in the era of somebody because – Tonight I was reminded, d is like, I'm going to expose you. And I would love it if it was like seven to one and there's like five minutes left and MJF's like trying to hustle to get six falls. But they'll tell the story I think that most of these Iron Man matches tell. I'm excited to see it. I like, I like wrestling. There's so many ways to do there's it that haven't been done yet, which is to your point of we don't see them that much. So I was thinking it would go the opposite where – MJF cheats for an hour and he's up by eight balls. But then D. Bryce rallying. He gets like four in a row. Like that could be an interesting. Either way, I want someone to go up big early. We can't do overtime one. We can't do the Shawn Michaels Bret Hart thing where they have zero each. That's for sure. They can have one each and do overtime. But ideally, we could have a big comeback to watch. Either way, I don't think they could let us down. And as far as what it takes to do an hour of wrestling, what do people think it takes? Like, it's it, the secret's out. This shit's easy. Logan Paul does it. So MJF's obviously in good enough shape to go an hour. And that's all that matters. We can just write the script for him from there. There's no way it could. What are they going to run out of things to do in 20 minutes? What do fans think wrestling is? So who wins, please? Obviously, MJF. There's no way Debray ever had a shot this whole feud. Did they trick you into thinking he does, though? They. they- they started to, like, I'm rooting for, for Brian Danielson. Like, I, I am rooting for him. I would like to see him win. But there's no reason that he should, right? Like, MJF is, like, this, I know he's defended the belt once. I was there. He's defended against Ricky Stocks. But this title reign hasn't felt, has he, has it started? It doesn't feel like this title reign has ever gotten off the ground. It's still, like, in a holding pattern. He's been the champion for, like, three months. And he's done nothing. So I think this is a big opportunity to give him a big win against Brian Danielson in an Ironman match. Maybe there are some – maybe the firm does rejoin MJF and we get to see Big Bill and Stokely and Lee Moriarty have some direction. But ultimately, yeah, it's like Daniel Bryan's not winning an Ironman match against the guy who just won the belt. Why couldn't we have D. Bryan get any of the 
two Moxley reigns of the last like year. And he was the guy from Blackpool Combat Club we wanted to see get GTS'd. But no, it was Mox who wins Wrestler of the Year and p- pushes out Hangman. And it was Deep Rider that beat Hangman in that last tournament too. So they de- they bullied him. They teamed up on him. But yeah, Brian Danielson, he's nothing but fodder. In AEW, he never really mattered, did he? He was just the third guy in William Regal's group. And he's going to lose to MJF in the first defense. Don't worry, MJF will cheat, ladies, and we'll... We're supposed to believe that Danielson's better for it. Speaking of Moxley, he's going to ruin Adam Page again. Does it matter who wins? Does this just ruin Hangman no matter what? Hangman already beat him. We could have ended this. And then Mox buried him one more time. And now Hangman's lining up for another burial. Well, what's this? What is this cringe? Hey, I know you accidentally called it Texas Death. Let's just drive that home. You and me, Texas Death. They just like the way they keep saying that. Makes no sense. Gino was even saying it's not a true Texas death match. It's just a last man standing match. It's not actually a Texas death match with the pinfall or the submission and then the 10 count. So why why are they still doing this? Because didn't they have that moment where it's like, I respect you, John. I respect you, Hangman. And then they made out with their beards. Like, I thought we were like getting over this rivalry. Did they just not have anything else for either one of these guys? So they thought, ah, fuck it, pay-per-view. It's weird that, like, it seems to be the problem with this event is the long-term booking. But is not what we wanted. I mean, like, this feud's been going on too long. MJF Danielson won't end. But it's like, I, with these pay-per-views so far apart, like, Joe versus Wardlow won't end. But I guess that's what we wanted. Jericho versus Starks has been going on forever. Like, all this shit's boring and shitty, isn't it? Christian Jack Perry still? Well, and, and I think that might be the issue with the quarterly pay-per-views because the Dynamites can be good and you can have major payoffs on the Dynamites. But if you don't start a new feud in time for the pay-per-views, that kind of that, that, that sucks because we have seen all of this before. We've seen it all. None of it's fresh. It's mostly rematches. And if that's what they're trying, I don't remember all of their pay-per-views being that. I don't remember it just being, no, 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 you've been watching these feuds for three months. Here's right. the, this They is would the have a special Winter is Coming, a special Jericho Cruise. There was always like a, a bash at the beach, a beautiful dynamite that felt like a pay-per-view. And we did, what was the last one of those when the Acclaim won the tag titles two weeks after the last, the last pay-per-view? We need to fix Tony Khan's columns and rows. So he said he changed how he's booking. He used to go by columns and rows. Now he flipped them. And now he goes by rows and columns. I don't think it's working this way. But Vladi's hangman better win. John Moxley said he's the next few years of his career are to give back. Give back to Adam Page right now, right? Absolutely. You're going on vacation. We've been waiting for this vacation for like two years now. Like this is a perfect time. Give Hangman a, like a big gritty win. Like I don't like violence, but I'm gonna be the most violent son of a bitch you ever met. Like let's have this guy show us some grit. And Hangman could be next in line for MJF, or you can do you can keep Hangman legitimate as a main eventer. I think losing to Mox really would hurt him. He can hide his blade in his wristband again and cut it out, and then blade right on screen. He might as well do it with this big dildo. It's so obvious. There's a great video by that <laughs> Kenny Olivier uh, Twitter where it says, "This is your wrestler of the year." And it shows Mox blading and all. Look at look at this. I never <laughs> noticed all these blades. I saw one or two of them. Look at how great this is. A minute 50 of this guy grabbing blades and cutting himself. This is insanity. And again, this is our wrestler of the year, according to Wrestling Observer. 
And I, I don't know. I don't get on Wrestling Observer over their uh, awards this year much because I think AEW did deserve them all. Maybe not Mox, but another guy from AEW's Wrestler of the Year, if not Mox. Uh, some part-timer named Roman Reigns doesn't deserve it for ruining Raw and SmackDown by making us watch Austin Theory in the main event every Monday because he wouldn't show up. <laughs> it is weird to see everyone turn on Mox, though. Like, I thought this guy was the ultimate internet darling. He at least was 10 years ago. But even as soon as a year ago, I think he still was. Now they're like, fuck this guy. Look at these clips. He's blading again from a moonsault. This guy moonsaulted into him and busted him open. Makes an obvious show to everybody and the camera of tearing the earring out of Moxley's ear. What good? Why was he wearing it? That doesn't give me sympathy for a baby face because first thing you learn is don't wear jewelry in a goddamn wrestling match or a fight. He tears the earring out of Moxley's ear. Moxley rolls out on the floor selling the ear. And they go to the break. And apparently Moxley <laughs> in the break or somehow... Yeah, this is great. So if you're like a... What do you sign up for? AEW Plus? Uh, whenever I watch on Watch Wrestling, there'll be this feed where there's no break. So you get to watch through the commercial. And that must be when Mox is really blading. Bladed his ear. And he was bleeding profusely from what was alleged to be a torn out earring. To the point where who Regal was on commentary and had to say, well, you know, you bleed more from, I can't do his accent. You bleed more from the ear because of all the capillaries, the cartilage or whatever. They were trying to explain how the fuck you could tear an earring out of a guy's ear and have him his head half covered in blood. It was ridiculous. So it's Jim Cornette leading the anti-box charge, huh? Makes sense, Bleedies. You know, Jim Cornette will take all the old WWE philosophies we hate Snake eyes has as indie and fans. Razor blade hidden in the mouth is grit. It's but difficult. then he'll make, when Cornette says it, all of a sudden us indie guys like it. Like, yeah, it is a body business. Rio is too small. We hate underdogs. Like, no, we don't feel that way. Well, how come when Cornette yells it, a WWE philosophy becomes something we agree with? But either way, Bleedies, Tony Khan deserves Booker of the Year for straight years. People are trying to take it from him. When just because AEW had a rough last two months, last year they were still the best, Bleedies, and they deserve all those awards. Yeah. Look, I, I, even the Mox, the summer of Mox or whatever, it was supposed to be the summer of Punk, and then Mox just kept winning belts. You know, I was like, why is this guy always the champion every time I watch this show? He beat CM Punk in a minute. That was kind of fun. So, like, I can't say I didn't enjoy a lot of what Mox did. And I guess his time in AEW has gone. And, like, remember him and Eddie Kingston? I wasn't a big fan of them as a team. And then that, and then it became the black. He, he had a feud with Eddie. That ended with him getting into a tag team with Eddie. And then he had a feud with Debry. Then ended with him getting in a team with Debry. So I think there was a little bit of repetitive booking. And then CM Punk goes out and they're like, who's our next in line? I guess Mox. So they just kind of shoved him in there and thought we would enjoy it. But yeah, I, I actually do agree with Cornette as far as <laughs> like how lame it is to, to rely on blood that much. Oh, come on. And if you're. And if you're Mox, aren't you? Is the, isn't that one trick pony shit? Why are you always? Why are you the blood guy? This is like Rikishi taking a flip when he does the clothesline from hell. Why don't you all flip? Now, see another thing that because Cornette said it, we're supposed to agree. And you're sheep now. You're the Cornette sheep, Bleedies, We like bleeding. That's why we like Debray. That's why we hate WWE. They took blood from us. A moonsault? You're bleeding from a fucking moonsault. A knee hits you in the shoulder. How the fuck are you bleeding from the top of your head? <laughs> Look, like, ladies, sounding friend joined the Discord for the eighth time. Where'd you go? 
You know, Sonic Friend, if you leave the server, I can ban you for it. That's a bannable offense, Felides. Dude, why why would people leave? What is that? Like, can't you just like mute the app? Why, is that really affecting people that much? Like, I think it's because I'm mean I, to them, huh? I don't trust myself. I know I'm gonna look at it. I have to leave. It's like just don't look at it. It's the internet. It's because I'm mean to them. I called them a shitbag once. But please <laughs> look. Here's our awards on Africa.club. CM Punk Wrestler of the Year, motherfucker. We're bigger marks than Wrestling Observer. Look, acclaimed Tag Team of the Year. Not that FTR shit. We got tits. Ladies, <laughs> our awards are even more AEW. Hangman promo of the year. Can you imagine if Wrestling Observer gave him that? We gave WWE a match of the year. That wasn't my pick. That was you guys' pick. I picked Will Ospreay, Orange Cassidy. So I was super Mark going into this. And remember when Aiko was forgotten? And she's back. She's back and badder than ever. Thank goodness you're back, Aiko. Send your dick pic to GOC. Uh, Rizzo said, I'm not mean, I'm racist as fuck. Just because I said the N-word, pussy? What the fuck are these people's problems, ladies? I don't, like, look, it's clearly not real racism like you think it is. It's just a work. Why don't people know that? We're not even, this, my name's not even Vleeties and his name's not even Kevin. Good God. God, these people with the fucking N-word problem again, Vleeties. Oh, we didn't talk about Mandy Rose tonight, Vleeties. Maybe we will before we go. More matches we get to watch together, though. During our companion, Vleeties, we're going to have to see Wardlow beat Samoa Joe. I'm not happy about reporting this. By the way, we both picked Hangman, right? Okay. And now yes. we're both about to pick Wardlow. I mean, we don't want it to happen. We just know it's going to happen. This damn Samoa Joe, it's been a gift that keeps on giving, and now they're going to take it from us. A guy like at this age would never get this run in WWE, but Tony Khan only gave it to us to bury him with Wardlow, huh? Dude, Wardlow, look, when, when Samoa Joe cut that hair, I, like, that, was, that was too far for me, Kevin. I, I need Wardlow to get this big win. What a weird thing to throw into this storyline. The hair is important. Uh, Wardlow came out and beat up security guards tonight. Samoa Joe just like took tail and ran away like a coward as Hobbs sat there saying, I got time. So Hobbs is the most interesting part of this feud for me. I can't wait for next Wednesday. Fuck, fuck this match. Let's just get to the Hobbs part. I was so shocked because in this next match, Gino, Gino thought Jericho was going to beat Ricky Starks. Like, does Gino have a complete blind spot for WWE booking and Jericho booking? Like, Jericho is here. He thinks he's putting people over when he feuds with them for four months. And it never <laughs> ends. So this is definitely going to end with Jericho laying down for Ricky again, right? Or was Gino right? Does he see Jericho burying Ricky Starks as Ricky Starks goes with Cody to WWE? Well, I saw some wrestler math tonight, like Jericho's Appreciation Society beating up Ricky Starks pretty good on the go-home show, typically spells like Ricky Starks is going to win. Gino's reasoning was he saw a graphic, which I hadn't seen, that said everyone is banned from ringside. And then there was a graphic release later that said the Jericho Appreciation Society is banned from ringside. So in his head, that means, oh, well, somebody else is going to cost – Jer is going to cost Starks the match. So I said, like, oh, Action Andretti? Like, what if Action Andretti joins the JAS? Like, I beat you, Chris, but I could learn a lot more from you. Like, that's kind of just a theory. But ultimately, if the Appreciation Society is banned, we watch Jericho beat the fuck out of Starks tonight. Starks needs a win. He's going to hit that weird move that he – the Rochambeau. He's going to hit it. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna win, but we're all lesser for it, like the Mox fight. This all went on too long. Yeah. We got Jericho and Mox with their WWE nine-month booking. CZ in the chat says, I ain't banned on the Discord. Shit is just lame. He's banned now. Fuck him, right? 
dude, what? Yeah, what is this? This makes me sad, Seezy. Why? Shit's just it's lame. Like maybe he means there wasn't glamming me. Sounding friends sent one. Yeah, whenever anyone up. says that, it's because they said something retarded, and I called them gay for it. Right, that's what it has to be. They said something, and everybody hopped on them for it. It's like this place is awful. I don't like it. Just hang out. Wait for the GOC picks. Look, this is how lame it is. We got two of you here. We got two CZs. CZ inks. We got three of them, dude. I'm going to ban three of this guy. It's just lame, but I made three accounts. Right, Felidis? All right, hey, look. They're, yeah, they're, they're banned. I am a CZ. You had your moment in the sun. You can make it, You could get back in by, uh, what does it take, 100 push-ups? No, he's never coming back. He's lame. We're not lame. He is. Yeah, how would you say that? It's lame. Why are we lame? Because he ain't cool enough. When you show up to the cool kid server and you're lame, we call you lame. You don't like it. My feelings are hurt. I feel personally attacked. I feel like Ricky Starks, and he just, he was holding Floyd like he was going to hit me with it tonight. And then he just gave me a Judas effect. Like, what was that about? I joined this lame server three times. I just don't know how to keep my, he obviously doesn't know how to use Discord. That's why it's lame. He, every time he opens it up, he, he has to hit sign up again. He's retarded. So, please, <laughs> Ricky Starks is winning. Gino doesn't know what he's talking about. Now, here's the thing. The title matches on this event. There's a couple that seem to have more participants than needed. And is this so the champion can get a scam win? Like, all right, let's start with the women's one. Then the tag team one's a topic of discussion as well. But Jamie yeah. Hayter's facing Ruby Soho and Soraya. We need Jamie Hayter to lose this belt. Either one of these girls is perfect. But why is it triple threat? Is she going to lose it in a triple threat? Can Soraya win this? Well, I think the story they're trying to tell is, like, Ruby's kind of this this middle person. She's not one of the freelancers like Paige and uh, and the other Paige. And she's not one of the homegrowns like Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. So she's in the middle. So I like that they're setting it up that way. Like, okay, like, I'm I'm rogue. I'm, I'm, I'm me. I'm Ruby Soho. So I want to see her win the match. I think it would be nice if she won the championship. I agree with you. Jamie Hayter's title run. She wore the same top like last week. Did she not? She doesn't have other clothes. That was the one clothes that she has. No, Ruby's there to get pinned, huh? And Jamie Hayter's going to pin Ruby. And I'm going to be pissed about it because I don't want Jamie winning this title anymore. No, Ruby's winning. She won her Casino Battle Royal on her first night. She's winning this belt. She hasn't won it yet. I think Jamie has been kind of a stale champion. And if you have Ruby with the belt, that leads to both factions still trying to pull her to their side. She's going to have to be feuding with everybody. Oh, my dude, St. Patrick's Day Slam is going to be sick this year. They shoehorned in Ruby so Jamie can win. I'm picking Soraya anyway. Hopefully she stacks these AEW originals like we're pretending Ruby is. And she gets the belt. Soraya is the only star in this division besides Tony Storm, her best friend. So we just need one of them with it. I'll take Soraya. You can go with Soraya, Ruby Soho. She's going to hit that Soho kick right to Jamie Hayter's face. Get the big win. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. I'm going to be singing Rancid all fucking night. I know I'm wrong. This is the only one I'm picking with my heart instead of my head. Like, I didn't want Wardlow to win, but I still said he would. I don't want yeah. Jamie Hayter to win, but I still know she will. We're picking Soraya anyway. Felidis, there's a tag title match. We want these guns to lose, but they got 30 opponents, which means they're <laughs> going to win, right? Uh, so Austin and Colton Gunn, complete losers. Look at this clip I have of their dad. We didn't get to this. Look at this fucking moron. So Billy Gunn now thinks he can get anyone over just because he got his sons the tag titles through politicking and somehow Scissoring got over, and he thinks that's because of him. 
So he thinks he's making every tag team when he's the worst part of the acclaimed and his sons were never good. And literally, yeah, why do his sons have anything? They're shit. They can't get a promo. They can't put on a good match. But the acclaimed got them over somehow, Tony Khan thinks. Billy Gunn thinks it was himself. Look at this. So he's like, I'm here to get anyone you want over. Just hold my hand, is he my says. my son a vampire? Like, is he glamming Oh, my God. Me? Sounding Friend sent 100 And Sounding Friend, up. this is also great because we hear this from William Regal when he was in AW as well. There's a little sentiment of they don't listen to me. These wrestlers won't listen to my advice, but they should. Look at this. You can literally, and this ain't bragging, you can come to me and him and we can tell you anything that you want to know. And we'll take you, I'll take you, if you just hold my hand, I'll take you to the promised land. But they don't trust us. Not that they don't trust us because what we've done. It's just not in them. They're not there. It's yes. like, so I'm not going to. This guy. Yeah. Who's that guy? I don't, Who's know. This? I don't know who this guy is, but I like him. <laughs> this guy should be around. Is that Rene Dupree? This might be Cafe Rene. But yeah, so there's this. This is the same sentiment CM Punk complains about. Look, they're not taking advice. Hold my hand, I'll take you to the promised land. But they don't trust us. Not that they Oh no, CZ's in a fight now with everyone. CZ, just take it all back, okay? Just say, just hail me and say your Discord server is my favorite, and I'll make a fourth account as long as you please don't ban me, okay? And maybe we'll gift you a sub and we'll all make up. If you just admit you're lame and we're cool, okay? Come to me and him and we can tell you anything that you want to know. And we'll take you, I'll take you, if you just hold my hand, I'll take you to the promised land. Now how about you learn how to talk into a mic first? But they don't trust. This is the thing. These wrestlers think they're the best podcasters. They can't even figure out the fundamentals. I'll take you, if you just hold my hand, I'll take you to the promised land. How annoying is this? Send him back to the DX reunions. Get him the fuck out of here. He thinks he made Max Caster now. No, it's Max Caster who wrote those, quote, freestyles. It was Max Caster verses that got Bowens over. Not Hype Man Bowens, not Gay Man Bowens, not Bowens and his boyfriend on YouTube, not Billy Gunn, not Scissoring. We like Scissoring because we liked Max Caster. And now it's all annoying. Now it all fucking sucks, and you're the main reason why. The promised land. I can do this for anyone. My kids are the tag champs. They beat the guys I got over for it. This makes me fucking sick. Literally, and this ain't bragging. You can come to me and him and we can tell you anything. Now look at Big Show taking a full sip. He knows this is bullshit. Big Show, oh, Big Show sighting. Where have you been for three fucking years? Begging through the media to get a match and not getting it? Look at this fat fuck. He's fatter than ever. Wrestling. You can literally, and this ain't bragging. You How about you hold Big Show's hand and get him on TV? You can come to me and him and we can tell you anything that you want to know. And we'll take you, I'll take you, if you just hold my hand, I'll take you to the promised land. But they If this guy was at the nerd bar after Impact, I would have kicked his ass. If he <laughs> tried to show up there, Bleeders, I would have fucked him up. Look, he didn't do well in Impact, right? He's meant to be a manager in AEW, I suppose. And he is such the third wheel of, that, of the acclaimed. Him with the guns would have made more sense. I don't know, like... For him to think this, and for, for Tony Khan to keep it going, to keep the... Because even when the Acclaimed were hanging out with the Ass Boys and Billy was there, we were always kind of wondering why. Like, why did why was this the faction that we needed? And when it ended, why did Billy go with the Acclaimed? None of us wanted that or asked for that or thought it made any sense. And we are a year removed from that, and it's still happening? The Ass Boys and the Acclaimed and Billy Gunn? No one cares. God damn it, Fleety. CZ brought us all down. And now this Billy Gunn shit is pissing us off. And look at his shirt. 
This guy's the worst. We'll take you. I'll take this you. This guy's a snowflake. You can come to me. And Where's Buff Bagwell counting days when you need him? We were just talking about wrestling. You can literally, and this ain't. Yeah, hey, if I'm a young actor, uh, being a waiter in Hollywood, can I hold your hand to get into B-movies? Remember the movie this guy put out with Dustin Rhodes? Dragon. Oh, you, this guy sucks at everything, not just wrestling. You can come to me and him. And, we and there was a time, ladies, he was the future. When he won King of the Ring, we knew the ass man was next in line. And then Triple H buried him. And The Rock buried him. They kept him down. I can tell you anything that you want to know. And we'll take you. This guy should have been the Ruthless Aggression era. I'll take you. Instead, you made him Billy and Chuck. Come to me and him, and we can tell you anything that you want to know. And we'll take you. I'll take you. If you just hold my hand, I'll. CZ, just hold our hand, and we'll teach you how to use Discord, okay? CZ, it's not as lame as you think. You just only need one account, all right? <laughs> and you have a password. If you keep logging in, we can build rapport with that name of yours. It's hard to keep track of people when they have four names, Vleeties, and we forget. Yeah, we want, like, there's a C, and he, he says he forgets the logins. Get it tattooed. Have, haven't you seen Memento? When you can't remember things very well, just get it tattooed. You'll never forget. He likes Facebook. He doesn't like Discord. Like, Discord's lame, but Twitter's Facebook. cool. Yeah, <laughs> Facebook and Twitter are cool. Discord's super lame, though. So, ladies, so the gun's going to just win because their dad held their hand because they're facing the acclaimed. Then they're facing Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. And then to be determined, didn't we find out tonight who they're facing? Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen. So we're going to get a pair of best friends, not the best friends that we typically expect it to be. I thought it was a nice addition. We didn't see that coming when Dynamite started, and that's, that's who won the match. So that was a fun twist. Uh, but I want the claim to win, but having all this gaga in the match... It just screams that's like you can even see the acclaim hitting a mic drop on somebody. The guns throw Caster out of the ring and score the pinfall. Maybe we were wrong about FTR. I mean, if, if the alternative is the guns are going to be <laughs> like, yeah, bring back Dax and Sasha can come out hugging them as the manager valet. Bring back cash because the guns are shit. They're talentless and they're they're not going to get good. They're not one of these teams that's figuring it out. They They think they figured it out. This is as good as they can get. Give me the Young Bucks back, ladies. Stop letting Kenny Omega hold them down by holding their hand in the trios division. So the guns are going to win. You said you want the Acclaim to win. I don't think I even want that. They're the only team I really like in this, but if we give them two title reigns and, and such a meaningless loss and meaningless win it back, I'll turn on them forever. So this is just Booker of the Year blowing it all again. Do you think this could be Billy Gunn turning on the acclaim now, right? Hey, this whole thing was to get my title on, on to get the titles on my boys. I've been working with them this whole time. I they know they're not very good, but we're the champs anyway. Like that would at least give us something to tune in for on Wednesday. But the whole handling of the acclaim's first title reign, what a major misstep! What a major misstep in not having them win it at the pay per view and then waiting until Grand Slam to do it. What a major misstep in having them lose it to the Guns, and then what a major misstep in their rematch for the championship. They even said it backstage, like we don't care if it's a fatal four way. You should, <laughs> you should. Your odds are drastically lower in a fucking fatal four way. Like, like this is just common sense booking. Why would you be okay with that? What a seamless transition into being Jim Cornette. I mean, it was still you, but also Jim Cornette. That was perfect. All right, hear me out, ladies. Can Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett win? That battle royal they had was pretty great last week and the way that it was all pulled off. And Jeff Jarrett needs a run, right? And this Jay Lethal, he was beating Orange Cassidy one-on-one. -on -one. 
which makes no sense, especially now that even Big Bill can't do that. But as Jeff Jarrett's partner, how perfect is he? These are the guys. These are our tag champs, right? I'm seeing in the chat, like, fuck it. Give it to him. It would be nice to just mix it up. You could, And how great is my world going to be when he has that belt in the background behind him? Like, <laughs> don't mind me, Connie. Just collecting championships wherever I go. And you could definitely see Jeff Jarrett winning that belt, holding it. Saddam Singh can help him out. Uh, Sanjay Dutt can get involved. Like, we, we, there's so much gaga, it's not impossible for Jeff Jarrett to win a title on Sunday. I'm picking it with my heart again. <laughs> I'm picking Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. You're picking the guns, huh? You're going to get this one right. I'm going guns. After that Billy Gunn, I think Billy Gunn is going to help them win. Like, it, it makes sense that he's going to come back to, to taking care of his sons. Like, of course I'd help my boys. Like, it's... Oh, Dynamite's going to suck. Lexi Nair's going to be back there with him. That one's not for Renee Young. That's a, that's a Lexi Nair segment. We had some go-home booking tonight, Felitti, some wrestler math. When the House of Black attacked the Elite during their entrance, that means the Elite's beating them, right? Uh, we're not going to uh, give – we're not going to reward Malachi Black for being whiny. That's not how TK works. We're burying him with his EVPs. Kenny Omega gives him a knee and pins him? Yeah. Yeah, we see. Don't they have a triple move? Don't they do like a BTEE trigger or something? Yeah. Kenny's going to get the big win. Buddy Matthews takes the fall. But it's just, it's the elite. This is what we do. They got suspended. We tried to delete them. They're never losing these championships. Adi in the chat says, this show needs star power. What are we talking about? Lethal and Jarrett are over? And I, it's easy to get in that mindset where WWE has star power. But remember, on Fox, we're sitting through Madcap Moss and Emma. We're sitting through the second and third guys from Imperium. We're sitting through Omos. Like, WWE doesn't have star power. They have the weakest roster of all the companies right now. And that's after they cleaned Impact out of their supposedly best guys. Like Jonah, who was the best, ladies. As, as long as Impact has BCO, they still have the most star power, though. So I think if you're going to go talent for talent, star for star, AEW probably wins and that Impact's almost there. Impact's my favorite. They have Mickey James. I brought this up to I brought this up on Vlitis last night on Trovo.live slash Vlitis. I brought this up to my coworker who watches Raw. Like, imagine ten years ago trying to tell people Jimmy Uso is going to open Monday Night Raw with a promo one day. Like, just that just shows you the lack of star power the show has now. Where the I don't know what the the third guy in the bloodline just opens the show. Like, you don't have Paul Heyman out there talking. You don't have Roman out there talking. You don't have Jay, who are actually, I, like, I'm kind of, in, I, we've all been invested in the Jay stuff. Like, he's doing a great job with that gimmick and that character, and we all remember the Hell in a Cell match. Those guys aren't available to talk. We're going to have Jimmy Uso cut the promo to start Raw. Like, our <laughs> Raw formula sucks when it's, okay, who, like, who's going to, uh, who's going to cut the opening promo tonight? <laughs> and they're like, the writer's room is like, what about what about Jimmy Sokoa? Uh, yeah, yeah, Sokoa. <laughs> I guess I guess we'll give it to Jimmy. Yeah, I don't think we need. Uh, How sad was that town though, ladies? Where they gonna hear the bloodlines in your city, but it's just Jimmy and Solo. It's Jimmy and Solo. <laughs> just imagine that. No Roman Jay, Jay, like no Jay when you, like when it starts. You have like all of that, and then to just set up a tag match because I I try to watch Raw live. I wanted to watch Raw live with everybody. But as soon as they hit that first commercial break, I just thought, who fucking can do this? This is hard. And Split says the main champ for Raw is Austin Theory. 
So, yeah, it's like I think WWE's roster has never been this bad. You could have argued that in, like, 2011, that was a really underrated group. We saw Phil Brooks peak in Bleeders. We had The Miz, WrestleMania 27, winning his first title at the end of 2010. Randy Orton at his leanest. Like, Edge before he retired. Like, 2011 could be the greatest roster they ever had. No one's ever going to say that about the last two years. No. Well, and even, like, we're looking at this, like, this Lashley, or uh, not Lashley. We're looking at the lesnar almost thing. It's like, are they trying to make Omos that next star? Because why would you use a Lesnar, one of your biggest like talents, to to and put him up against Omos? It must be they do see something long term in Omos, even though this whole previous fiscal year they have not done shit with him. So I, I know sometimes they're trying, but this isn't what we want. Like when when you say star power, I don't think Omos is is he's not a needle mover. Damn it! Oh like, no, and yeah, Dakota Kai. She's Dakota Kai's back from injury. Our stars are back. Main eventing Raw. Dakota Kai every fucking Monday night ends the show. Bleedies, how is Hit Row not hosting Mania? I know they became an absolute joke in the last couple months, but couldn't this salvage him a bit? His grit and says cut to like, Bleedies cheering on Jimmy USO when our, he goes to Raw. Our Hit <laughs> Row built for that position. We have Miz hosting Raw. It should be top dollar out there rhyming bad, right? No, those guys. I don't. They might not even be on the roster come WrestleMania. <laughs> I, like I think that slippery slope is just like they lost their footing and they were sliding, and now it's just completely, it's completely gone. There's no reason to keep like Ashanti the Adonis. You can put him back on 205 Live, resurrect that show, throw him on there. B Fab can uh, be somebody else's manager who wrestles every once in a while. He but me his grit and says the bloodline is in your city. <laughs> there's really no reason. To, there's really no reason to have all of them still together, pretending that they're even anything. Like it sucks. Like they had Swerve with them, and it all kind of fit. But once they lost their leader, it's like, come on, dude. Like Road Dog, you don't have to wear the DX shirts anymore. It's over, dude. Cz's going in. He said, "I love the hate. Keep it coming, Marks." Cz's making enemies. Nolan, you see what Cz's doing? See if he's there. He's, he's there. doing something very similar to myself in this Discord, Kevin, and that is make enemies. But there's a deeper story to this. There's a conspiracy. I won't say it at this time. I have to do more investigation. You're with Yarbrough? You're a part of that conspiracy? No, man. Oh. And you know what? Kid Bandit set me up on this whole conspiracy, and I'm still defending him for Yarbrough never sending him his goddamn T-shirt. Oh, yeah, Bleedies, just to get you up. Out. Nolan's a scammer. He owes, like, hundreds of dollars to the server, right, Nolan? I do. I don't know why Kid Bandit turned on me. Uh, at 6 a.m. yesterday, he sent me the for some Persona soundtrack shit, and then he was crying about me being in jail. I didn't tell nobody I was in jail. Kid Bandit told everybody I was in jail. Well, you were the not. guy who wanted like, to run our rumble drawing, and we were, didn't think we could trust you. Turns out I'm a great judge of character. So who lent you money and why? Uh, Kid Bandit and Romo and Dweller. Dweller let me some money because my power went out. <laughs> and, uh, face. yeah. Please can't believe that. Who would lend it? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Guys, don't lend anyone money on our server. No one <laughs> here is going to pay you back. All right? Like, I'm just in the send process it to me. of paying it back. I know that sounds crazy, but I've already paid Romo back some money. But Some. Yeah. What's the balance? What do you owe each person? Um, I owe Romo like sixty. <laughs> I owe Dweller twenty, and I owe Kid Bandit five thousand. <coughs> no way, that's interest, right? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> he he paid for a new drive shaft. No, no, we didn't. How much do you owe him? How much is it? 
It's a hundred bucks. Oh, okay. I actually owed him ninety, but I told him I'd give him a hundred just because it makes. <laughs> Think of that. You guys are making money off this scammer. You're gonna walk away with profit. So these people owe him up to Gino amounts of money, bleedies. Aren't they crazy? Well, yeah, I, like that's a bold move. I've been watching a lot of that CoffeeZilla on YouTube where he like investigates all the scammers. Like, wait until you and I release a crypto coin, Kevin. We're going to beat Nolan to the punch on that one. There's no, yeah, I'm just going to call it the Nolan coin. Like, I need you to help us with I, this scam. Kevin, I made that joke yesterday, you fuck. <laughs> I wish you were there for it. I stole it. I've been listening to everything. And I'm just <laughs> disgusted. This, You're never going to be chatter of the year scamming the chat, Nolan. I'm surprised I'm not gone, Kevin, but... I agree. Yeah, I agree. there was. I was getting messages from spies, lady, saying Nolan just admitted to scamming everyone. Nolan's <laughs> admitting it. He is this? I I'm in. It was so cool. We were all we were all all cool. Honestly, Bandit talks so much shit about Sniper Man. I think he just wanted to get some attention from the guy because I never expected Bandit to take Sniper Man's side over me. It was like a, a knife waiting to my back, Kevin. We yeah. were we talked until like 1 p 1 a.m. the previous night. He woke up the morning. We were all good. Bandit, I don't know what happened, man. Dude. You're like fucking a Game of Thrones character. You're evil. Yeah, he put the knife in your back because Sniper Man and Kid Bandit have script are opposites. Sniper Man's a uh, masculine white man who believes in Christ. And still thinks he's a liberal. You're not allowed to be that anymore. And then the real liberal is Kid Bandit as Grit, a trans femme boy who denounces <laughs> God every second vampire? he's awake. Like, is he glamming me? What the Kid hell? Kid Bandit as Grit sent 500 Kid Bandit as Grit's on my side, Nolan. Well, that's okay, Kevin. I'm glad I'm still here. I love you. Um, you know, <laughs> you guys could think I'm a scammer, but fuck, I'm paying people back. I think Kid Bandit some attention, and we weren't giving it that, that day. In fact, after he bur buried me under the bus, he tried to call me. Uh, and I was like, oh. no, Kid Bandit, I'm Parts not made in Japan has grit and says these white kids are retarded. I, I know, Ayako, and we're going to hold them he accountable. He in his pants. He admitted to it. He Jinx comes has grit in his and pants says Nolan asked a high schooler for money because he's a bum. Nolan, you see, Nolan, now we all know. We know who, who you owe, how much you owe, and we're going to be checking in. We're keeping you accountable on this server now. That's all right. I was keeping myself accountable, but... Hey, it's all right. Tcon, I need ninety you bucks. TTS has grit and says you owe me for legal advice. Ayako still owes me a hundred from Christmas, Fleeties, and she sends a hundred every Christmas. What the fuck, Nolan? Before you go, who's gonna win, Christian Cage or Jungle Boy? Who gives a fuck, man? That, that, like you said, all these feuds are fucking old as fuck at this point, dude. Like honestly, I'm I've never been the Less excited for an AEW pay-per-view. Christian hit Jungle Boy with a chair, Vleeties, in the head. So Jungle Boy is going to win. says Gino is our pay pig. So we know the Elite's going to win, Vleeties, and Jungle Boy? Yeah, we, need we need Jungle Boy to get this win. It's finally time he's going to get that big win over Christian. Although, do you think Turtle met Christian they have, like, long-term plans for? Isn't that the most Tony Khan thing ever? Like, well, clearly we got to get Christian ready for his nine-month feud with Hangman. So we need him to get a big win over Jungle Boy so he, he's a little more relevant when he goes into his You're feud right. with Hangman. Why does this feel more like a Christian plan than a Jungle Boy plan? Because if it was a Jungle Boy plan, it would have been over by now. He already beat Jungle Saurus. But now it's like, hold on, what's Christian going to do? Let's just have him beat Jungle Boy, and then that'll catapult him into the MJF feud. Like, yeah, why is this happening? It seems like it'll only be, it could only be for Christian. But it's probably... It's just like the Jericho thing. It's one old guy who's got a feud going on way too long, and he thinks he's vampire? helping the like, young guy. You're me? not helping anyone. B2, the prophet sent B2. 500 elixir. Lights off and on, Bleedies. B2, look at how close we are to level 7. We have it already. B2, the prophet, you're an angel. 
for sending that Grit Scam Alerts LLC donation. Ladies, this event looks shitty now that we went over it. Only Soraya can save my night. Let's just hope my meatballs come out okay, huh? Or this companion's going to be a nightmare for everyone. Oh my goodness, if the meatballs do not come out well, somebody DoorDash something. Get him something DoorDash, keep him happy, because <laughs> we need to be able to watch New Japan afterwards. I hope CZ comes around and watches with me. CZ, we love you, okay? You want to go to havegrit.club, you're going to make a whole new account, your fourth account on Discord, right? And after you sign up uh, as a substar, CZ, link that account. That's your account now, the red name. And we respect red names on Discord. You're going to get love on there, okay? So, yeah, come to Abgrid.club and sign up for Discord through here and subscribe stuff through here, then link them. Also, there's another option, Vleeties. You can go to YouTube, Super Fun Wrestling Time, and become a member. Nash's son. YouTube members get to watch the companions as well, as do server boosters. So any type of support is treasured. I don't know why you'd boost a, something as lame as a Discord server, huh? According to CZ Bleedies. Why? Yeah. What? What is this hate on the servers? We love Discord. Discord's amazing. Uh, and uh, stop you right there. What is a Discord channel? <laughs> yes. Is, 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 you have to pay for it. Look, Bleedies. We have an upload on Super Fun Wrestling Time. It took too long. It was a week wait. Kind of like GOC's new art channel. This was her new passion. She was going to do it every day. It's been seven days since she streamed. So it looks like the girl lost interest again. What will she do next? A garden stream. Maybe she can put on those big garden mittens and pull some weeds. We'll see what she's up to next. That's incredibly girly, no doubt. Nolan, I'll handle your muting for you, okay? Look, ladies, we went to Impact Wrestling. It's the Tyler, la latest upload on Super Fun Wrestling Time on YouTube. Tyler, she's about to smack your hand, and it's because of me. It's because she sees me clapping. Look. Everything she could handle, but <laughs> she's looking at me right now. Look at the look on my face. I am so excited. <laughs> she sees me. I see her. And she goes, you know what? These guys might be marks. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Yeah, I'll slap Tyler's hand. <laughs> Tyler, I got that for you. It's the whole fucking show with Scamoli. Yeah, I know he did it. Tyler, the secrets out were huge marks. We can never make fun of wrestling again. We've been caught on video. Seeing the biggest marks. Apparently, I was talking real loud because we had people slamming on the door. I thought I was getting served Monday again. Like that last Ross for a hour, I got served in the middle and cried and left. That's the last time I cried on Mike. Turns out this was HOA security. I got an email. We had a noise complaint on your unit. And uh, you remember, please, to quiet down. It's my son of vampire. Quiet time is 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. And I got mad. You can imagine my reply. I'm like, I don't appreciate you knocking on my door at 8 p.m. when it's still two hours until 10 p.m. I'm a broadcaster. I couldn't answer because I was working. I, I sent all this stuff. And the reply I got back, they mocked me. It was like, sorry, we were just making sure you were okay because we never get complaints about your unit. Now we know, broadcaster. I, oh, I didn't even reply to that. I just went, yeah. Like, like I'm going to believe they're slamming on my door at 8 p.m. for my safety. No, they're bullying yeah. me. They're trying to bully me, and I won't put up with it. Well, it's like they can hear you through the door. It's like clearly you're talking. Like, it's constant talking. It's not like there's a disturbance because it's you talking. It's you. It's only your sounds. Yeah. We're all wearing headphones. They can't hear who's on the other end of that. I imagine this does sound insane to anybody who's outside of, this, outside of these walls. They're probably very confused as to what's happening. Uh, yeah, wait till we just get the soundproof studio in Vegas. We've been, we've been saving up for it. Don't worry, everybody. Now we know.
broadcaster. And I was like, yeah, you damn right. I've been doing this for 20 fucking years. I ain't yelling for nothing. I said it's nothing that'll disturb the peace. I follow the rules around here. So here's me being loud. You. Look, I call him a mark. Look at us as the biggest marks that ever existed. Mickey James touched you. It's Mickey James's fault. Like, Mickey James got us in trouble. Alfie, Alfie. Gray sent 100 elixir. Mickey James is going to get me evicted. And I was right there. <laughs> oh, my God, Tyler. Look, you're in love. Look at you gaze at it. Look, Felidius, we get right to the iconic photo as well. Look at smile. Us during Frankie Kazarian versus Big Con. Big Con, what a badass. I finally saw his debut watching Ultimate Insiders. We're there in the crowd. Imagine if we weren't there. They would have hated it. So, Tyler, you're a huge mark reaching for Mickey's hand, trying to get a two-sweet. Look at the icon, dude. Oh. Look at my iconic image. This is my Jim Cornette face moment. I'm making shirts with this fucking face on it. As Chris Bay's walking by. Oh, Chris, I bet you wish I was doing this then. <laughs> no, I saved it for now. I'm doing. Where are you, Chris? Oh, ladies, this is everyone's favorite video. It has my iconic face. It's an hour and 17 minutes. Everyone loves it. And there's a lot of interesting comments on here, ladies. Like, there's a lot of people that are just going, look, glad you guys enjoyed the show. Like, is that just an impact wrestler? Who would say that? There's like eight comments. Go, go that's probably a genuine, like, Kevin, you know what? Good for you. Like, because that was all I feel like. I, I, I think I said that to Tyler. Glad you guys had a great time, man. Like, you guys went outside. You got Kevin to go outside, and you had fun. <laughs> Look, I'm glad you guys had a good time. That's just Macklin's alternate account. Who would ever think that? Look, <laughs> look, can't wait. Oh, no, that's a nice comment. But there was a number of just glad you guys. Look, hope you had fun. What is that? Is that Diana? Who thinks that when they see such a cool video? I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Hope you had fun. Those are the Impact staff members in disguise, huh? It could be. It could be our, our fellow Ultimate Insiders are just happy that there's other Impactors out there. And it's like, hey, cool. Hope you guys had a good time. Like, well, watch the video. Clearly I did. Like, see, even that, Kevin, this video makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody entirely giving up. Hi, hello. Hi, yeah, hello. a lot of... So many great things happened, and it was so fun to just see you guys there. It made watching the pay-per-view so fun, because even in like, even if there was like a rest hold, you just see Kevin leaning on the guardrail. It was awesome. Seeing Kevin at an actual show doesn't seem real. I know. I was just copy-pasted there. Kevin, okay, hey, my best friend. These comments are the best. We have the <laughs> best comments ever. Kevin needs to go to AEW and make T-Con big show 91 cry. has grit and says your happiness is our happiness, Kevin. Look, Hill Gill didn't think I'd go like you. Glad you actually went. Even the great Mersh commented, look, I was looking forward to this. Heart that one. That's Mersh, Fleeties. Yes, make it public. Mersh, welcome. He was on the, he's from the Teddy Hart documentary. This yeah. is big news. This guy's our best friend ever. Look, he's live right now. What is he doing? Yeah, right, he leaned into the mic. I've known this guy since 08. Fucking jerk. He's got the best life ever. Talking about he me has again? the best life ever. He's talking about me. Is that the Luxor in the background? Gravy show goes, my cat does the same shit every time I pick her oh, up. Oh, Mersh is going through this weird cat phase. He has a whole YouTube channel that's just the camera on his cat on the couch. And there'll be videos of him playing with his cat. And I saw someone on Twitter trying to tell him, stop with the cat shit. Like, it's getting a little lame. And I was agreeing, honestly. But Mersh goes, yeah, I'm going to listen to you. So <laughs> Mersh is like dead set on having a cat YouTube channel. Look, it's out there for somebody, all right? Sometimes you got to go really niche. I, my cousin Chris Van Vliet had a whole podcast about find something niche. And it was like, 
how niche do you want me to fucking get? Like, he wanted to get really niche. Like, Cats on the Couch channel, which, by the way, stealing that idea, where do I find cats? So, why would he, a pet owner, say that to another pet owner when he himself owns pets? <laughs> that just goes to show you that their owner is very receptive to the... He's talking about Boy. pet owners. Look. <laughs> I'm sad. Make me love sad. So, that usually we check in with Joe Cronin. Now we check in with Mersh, please. So we picked all of the amazing event. We're watching it together, Bleedies, on Discord. Even if CZ thinks we're lame, we're still going to have fun, okay? And we're going to watch AW Revolution together. Maybe we'll go live after. I'm trying to figure out when to return to YouTube, Bleedies. Obviously, we're staying on Trovo Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But maybe after one of the WrestleMania nights, we try a YouTube stream, huh? Wow, that would be awesome. It would be fun to see you in the mix with all the other people that are going to be on there. So, yeah, absolutely. I think YouTube is where we have always belonged. Bring back the red and the white logo. Let's all go. Tyler, get your YouTube ready. Let's ban CZ. He said okay. It's not good enough. He should be scaling Is my us. son a vampire? Like, is he glamming ban him, me? Swag. Schwag sent 100 elixir. Schwag, ban CZ. You called us lame. He just reminded me. Thank you, Schwag, so much for glamming me. Ladies, we're going to run down Dynamite. It was our go-home. Uh, Rampage don't count for us. We don't watch that. Although with Hook on Dynamite now, it feels like we're watching Rampage. We're going to have to run down this amazing Dynamite. Tyler Spida was there. We're so jealous. Here's his seats. Look at that. Right in the corner. Apparently, Paige spanked her ass at him and said, kiss my ass. And then Tyler talked back. He was bragging about it. He said, I ain't kissing shit. So, like, like no, you, the wrestler's not going to keep talking to you. So just take your licks, lick, lickings, and keep on going, Tyler. But, look, he has amazing seats. This guy hates Tyler right here. And we're going to run down Dynamite. You think he liked it more than Impact? Uh, I don't think so. I think Impact is a lot more intimate. I think he enjoyed And that was a pay-per-view. That was a premium live event. This event did not have Tommy Dreamer. did not have Bully Ray. There was no coffee. So, uh, yeah, No Surrender. I told my one of my coworkers to watch No Surrender, and he did, and he loved it. So uh, Impact is definitely a whole new show. It's, it's something that I, I think people are getting kind of burnt out on this AEW-WWE war, and I think that Impact Wrestling is just this beautiful sleeper coming in, and it's awesome. Ladies, what song do you want during break? Is my son Ooh. a vampire? Like, is he glamming me? Feels like boss sent 100 elixir. I'm picking them all up. We, we haven't heard the Nyla one in a while. We haven't. 100 is always perfect. Can we get can we get the Slammy song? Is it inappropriate yeah. to have that? We're going to hear Slammy. And I saw one I wanted to hear, and I already lost it. All right, we're going to hear the Slammy song for Vleeties. I'm picking a special one. I'm going to keep scrolling. Gino's not. Gino's here. Gino, what do you want to hear? I feel, man. Today was a fucking busy ass day. I fucking hate it today. <laughs> I need to go to sleep because I got to wake up early in the morning tomorrow. <laughs> Sadly, I found out from Tyler that he is feeling absolutely dreadful throwing up still. He sadly may not be able to be streaming at all tonight, so it's going to be a sad night. So I think because of how sad it's going to be and how sad it is that I just was only be able to be here for these few minutes, we got to go with Find If I Decide, the saddest song we have. Gino, you're so skinny now. What happened? I'm just short today. <laughs> I feel short. I feel small because AEW is the worst. It's so bad. It is. But you picked an amazing song, Gino. It's going to cheer us up, even though it's sad. So we'll hear Slammies for Vleeties, Violent by Design for Gino, and I'll fill in some blanks. Gino, it, it, Dynamite sucked as usual. Vleeties, Habgrit.club's the site, but we're coming right back, and we're going to run down Dynamite, but you sent us to break the best.
Don't you fuckers move a muscle. We're just going to break. Nash's son died. Now he wants to glam me. He might be dead, so he's not going to win a slam. The one, only one. I need at least two. You say you want three, but they never leave you. Matches with bras and panties. Now all that's gone, but we still get to watch the Slammies. Campoli is such a damn genius. That time that Tyler's Pizza has great incest of Mania Fridays. Keep the lung out. brings out the best and the worst we can be. So blame it all on yourself if you don't win. Goddamn Slammy. Blame it all on yourself if you don't win a goddamn Slammy. Nash's son died now. 23, 23. It is time to win a Slammy. It's 2023. It is time for the Slammy. 23, 23. It is now time for the Slammy. 
So I ain't paying attention As a matter of fact I'm only paying a 10 cents It makes sense for me to be paying a 10 attention When I'm making a sentence Hamilton With a jetpack May the coffin play as the jetpack With a jetpack, may the coffin play as a jetpack. It's the food. I'm a drug addict again. Times I rap about how ill I've gotten Well I'm ill and I'm rotten Under the cement of the city Listening to the city All the trains driving me insane Like listening, come with me Kicking the third rail I'm shocking when I actually stop trying to be Stockton And being alone I'm used to being alone Rodman, stop trying to block me before I'm You don't get it, Jigs This is that New York shit You don't get real New York You're into that Jay-Z garbage You like that written shit don't talk about the freestyle bars. We don't even get them. Grab you by your chrome. Grab you by your dome. What are you? Is that next level shit, Jigs? On it, eh? You like Wale, like Biggie. Wale sucks, Biggie. Fucking stupid. You're as stupid as the sense who's trying to give me a call a day. The sense, the bitch, the bitch with sense. And it takes another 50 cent to get this shit. Take a couple more shots and you can sound like me. This might be another sound bite for me. DJs love to scratch it because I'm itching to be the one who's crafting the illest magic. Crafting magic, either way it's still black and fuck off my sack, Manhattan. I'm trying to take it under, listen to the thunder like, okay, I won't go away. Co-sign me, I'm grimy, waiting for a label to sign me, no code, so dope. Hey yo ho, you might have took the devil down while I'm trying to take the devil down.
started Dynamite tonight with a close-up of Tyler Spida saying, let's go. Just like the, it's that guy from Impact, it's the Cookies guy, the Cookies fan. Please, I'm the Macklin fan. I got my Macklin shirt, huh, last, this week. You're a big Macklin mark. Now that you know the difference between him and Diener, and we both knew, you and I knew, Macklin was becoming the number one contender. I don't know what Impact Wrestling Gino has been watching. It's been unbelievably clear who the next like next in line was. It was clearly Macklin. So Macklin versus Josh Alexander is going to be epic. We're going to Toronto. Yeah, Macklin talked to me during his match. He said, I hurt my fucking leg. And I said, just take a breather. Take a break. Let these guys murder each other. So after the Tyler close-up, it's during Orange Cassidy's entrance. Orange Cassidy beat Big Bill. Are we mad at Big Bill for leaving Impact still? Or no sympathy? This guy should be Impact World Champion. Now we're giving it to Macklin, and we're burying Big Bill with Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I don't have any sympathy for Big Bill. This is him thinking the grass is greener on the other side. This is him assuming that I'm a $9 million talent. I don't need to be at Impact. I need to go somewhere else. Stick around on Impact, take your bookings, and you're going to like what you get. Him and Brian Myers was such a fun rivalry, a fun feud. And for him to like take that as his last, like, you know what? I'm done with this company. I'm going to go be the seventh banana in Stokely Hathaway's little band of misfits. Oh, the chat's in awe of Leedies. The chat's in awe of me. Why are you ignoring? Look, Kev's a pro. I'm in awe of him. Look at this. Jigs is saying, I know, pure talent. They love me, Vleeties. Keep in mind, I did all this. With someone slamming on my door like there were the cops Monday. That whole segment that turned into the We Went to Impact video, I hear Molly barking, I hear people slamming on the door, and I'm just blocking them out. Just professional. You are, uh, yeah, broadcaster. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're hand, you have it handled. You know that there's a mission here. There's nothing that they can say that matters. But like, is he glamming <laughs> me? Feels like, like boss sent 100 elixir. The persistence of like just continuing to knock, like, what a bunch of assholes. Like, I, that's just rude. Like, I I hate knocking on people's doors. If I'm coming to your house, I text you. Is like, hey, I'm at the door. I never knock. Ladies, gift these men subs. Jigs, gift. CZ, are you in awe? CZ, come on. We're not lame anymore, are we? You're in awe now. Be in awe of the Discord and we'll let you back in, okay? So Orange Cassidy beat Big Bill. We're pissed. WWE couldn't figure out how to get Enzo to beat Big Bill. And that's when we knew wrestling was dead. But Tony Khan shows us why he's Booker of the Year. He got a little guy in jeans to beat Big Bill, and you believed it, Felitis. Superman punch off the top rope, nothing better. Then after that, we see the Elite come out with their Kansas entrance. And this is when the House of Black interrupts them. This was tragic. But it means the Elite's going to win this weekend. It's all wrestler math, Felitis. Yeah, we you have to send the crowd home, and and they did this twice tonight. So that could mean one of them is is the swerve. Like if Meltzer was watching, he would probably say WrestleMath says this. However, it happened two times, so that could be Tony Khan trying to throw us off the scent. Like you have, uh, you have the elite get their asses kicked. That means they're gonna win. But we also saw Ricky Starks later on get his ass kicked. So now we have two sets of wrestler math saying the heels are winning at the pay-per-view, but that could mean that a heel is going to win. We had lots of lights going out tonight. This was just one of the times, and it reminded me of Moose's entrance live at Impact where the lights went out. Tyler said it best at the Impact event. He said, anytime the lights went out, it was awesome. So that's definitely the Tony Khan booking philosophy, especially it's back tonight. You would have thought Satnam Singh was coming out. The lights went out so much. And we had our face of the Revolution ladder match. We had two big matches, so we had a tag team battle royal later. 
This was our hot dynamite, ladies. And we had a, a big bot during Face of the Revolution. Sammy Guevara and Action Andretti. What did they even do, please? I can't remember. What was there? Oh, okay. They were supposed to go through a ladder that was propped on the rope in the ladder, but they missed it kind of. Do you remember this? I'll try to find it. It looked like it was supposed to be a suplex or something onto the ladder, and Andretti just did not have Sammy held very tight. So they just went careening off the side of the ladder. It looked like Sammy's head hit the ladder, and then Andretti just kind of was left like sitting on the ladder like whoop whoopee that was my bad <laughs> why did sammy not botching look more dangerous than him botching like missing the ladder might have saved his life here but then when he jumped through the ladder later i mean that was fucked up he jumped off a high ladder bleedies this guy's uh our jeff hardy he's ballsier than jeff hardy huh oh he does some pretty crazy shit for all the shit we give sammy he does he does have that mindset of I'm going to do the craziest fucking thing so people are talking about me. Like, I, like he wants to have those TikTok moments, as your friend would say. Yeah, he's Logan Paul. Look at this, ladies. <laughs> Here's the guy who buried Cody until Cody went to WWE, Sammy Guevara, with the new Sammy Guevara action and Dreddy. What happens when these two come up with a spot? Let's see. He climbed up the ladder on the outside. That Sonic ring looks so fucking memey and stupid. Ring. <laughs> That thing's ridiculous. And then the fact, the fact that it's some like inside wrestling reference makes it worse. It's from a Vince McMahon speech 20 years ago about grabbing a brass ring. Like, get over it. Come up with something else. All right, look, here we go. Oh, look God, at this. Careful, guys. Dude, he's got to be regretting it by now. How scary would that be? To be held up higher than the top rung upside down. And there's a zigzag of ladders here. So maybe he is supposed to miss the top one. And hit this one. Let's see. No, 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 no. Oh, oh my God. Was that just accident Treddy being afraid for his butt to hit the ladder? How do you even miss the ladder he right here? Across to Guevara in the center of the ring. And these two men picking up where they he just dropped him nonchalantly. Like, I don't want to land on the ladder myself, so you can't. <laughs> oh, God. Be careful, guys. What the fuck were they picturing? So, unfortunately, Sammy's not injured there, though, Bleedies. He stays in the match and does other stuff. <laughs> what the fuck were they? Yeah, what were they supposed to do? Because you're, you're assuming if in a suplex, you're just going backwards. But Andretti does turn, and, like, his whole body is adjusting, like, for a falcon arrow? Or is he not supposed to fall? Is he just supposed to chuck... Like, Sammy off to the side? Like, what were they supposed to do? Because what ended up happening looked completely dangerous and stupid. It seemed like he was, yeah, just supposed to blue thunderbomb Falcon Arrow through that ladder, but the guy didn't want to hurt his tailbone, so he dropped him next to it. Now, here's Sammy later, and this is the only ladder that breaks, and thank God it does, because we have the gif of Sammy trying to jump on Cody off a ladder, and he just bends. It looks like it hurts Sammy more than Cody. As Sammy's body bends over Cody, then whiplashes into the ground. This time, though, look, we, we shattered. And, you know, you remember when Jeff Hardy did this, the, the twisting up over the ear before jumping? Shawn Michaels did this before when he jumped off the top ropes, and now Sammy does it, right? Because, look, he's cool. Tongue out. I'm crazy. Oh, yeah, you're a legend, bro. And this but, yeah, this is crazy, though. Come on, to go to the top. How great was the very end? We'll have to watch that, too. War who won? <laughs> it wasn't Wardlow. <laughs> so, oh, Will Hobbs won. 
and he's standing on the top rung like this, and he's he's stuck. He can't get down. They have like eight guys holding the ladder, so he can slowly <laughs> get one foot down. It's so cute. But here's Sammy. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Guevara. Oh, my goodness. So that was exciting. Nuts. Again, he's not injured, though, so we're going to have to put up with this guy still. Get about both of them. They're, they're, look at Andretti just could Do we hate both these guys, Sammy and Andretti? We like them on Fridays. I, th- I think that's, the, like, the law, like, for, for a lot of these, a lot of the people that I'm watching on Dynamites. If they're on, I saw Sammy and Dean, or well, not Dean, what's his name? Sam and Dean from <laughs> Supernatural. I saw Sam and Mox have a match on, uh, when I was there, and it was on Rampage. It was a pretty kick-ass match, so I think if you have them, it, they can do spots like this. I'm okay with that. Right, so yeah, we, that's all they can do, though, Bleedies. It's not the problem. Yeah, I don't want to see, like, a highlight reel hosted by Sammy Guevara. Like, no, I'm okay with – and I had fun when I saw Andretti win his jobber match. But and I love people – not to bag on Gino, he's not here, but I love people like, oh, they already fucked that up. Like, fucked what up? Some nobody beat Jericho. What 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 were we expecting? Like, oh, he should have won this ladder match. He should be the champion by now. He beat Jericho once. They picked the wrong guy to beat Jericho, and now he sucks like we always knew he did. We could have told Jericho he sucks before all this. Instead, he lost to him, and the guy still sucked. Now, look, ladies, here's Will Hobbs. He's about to go on the very top rung to win. Pull it down, Hobbs! So this guy's crazy. Now he can hold this to balance, though, right? He's got to release it. <laughs> but watch. Once he takes it off, Peter. he's stuck up there. Hobbs did it! Oh, no. He's stuck. What's he going to Oh, yeah. They're already holding it for him. And this is great. They start filming him trying to get off all scared. I mean, after a replay. Going through that hellacious match. I wrote right now on the Discord, I wrote, Will Hobbs is stuck now. Before <laughs> we even saw the rest of it. Look at this poor guy. What's he, what do I do? Who's catching me? Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> it's good. Look, they still have a picture in picture trying to get down. The revolution here tonight. <laughs> take, take, take the ring. Look at him slowly doing it. Oh, God. How do I get down? Somebody catch me. Oh, oh, one foot. Okay. And look at all the refs holding it now. There's like six of them. (laughs) He made it. Oh, the girl ref had too good of a... It's like, that was an important slot of holding. Get a guy there. Get a guy grip there on the front. So, Will Hobbs won. That's better than Ward, though, last time, right? Agree with that. I'm happy to see Hobbs get the big win. It was kind of out of nowhere, but the, I guess he's from Oakland or something, so the crowd was going ape shit when he won. So, oh yeah. So that was that was a cool moment. And uh, if you're gonna have it, like, what was that guy's name? Commander. Like, this was the most thrown together face of the Revolution ladder match they've ever done. So the fact that it was on Dynamite was actually pretty cool. So I, I like that they set up the match for next week. And Vampire, like, that, that is hilarious. I didn't notice that watching it live. Like he couldn't, he couldn't get down. There was Look no way. Look what you did, Equitus. We finished Star Six, Bleedies. That means we're on Star Seven. We don't deserve it. I'm not spending any of it on drugs, Equitus. I promise. I'm not ordering drugs, Bleedies. I quit in one day. Next Look, here comes Wardlaw now in street clothes. This guy's gonna bury all this. Look, this this lame fuck is gonna beat Samoa Joe this weekend. And then he's going to beat my Will Hobbs, isn't he? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just going to he's gonna smash him. Dak him. <laughs> like, that's exactly what we're building for for Wardlow. Like, that whole d- pinnacle thing was just for him. And then there was a great part where uh, Sammy, like, after Sammy jumped off the ladder, we watched it, right? 
Danny Garcia, we saw him throw Sammy in the ring and he's trying to carry him up the ladder. They did a good job there. But Konosuke take a shit, right? He's able to get there in time to stop them from winning. So, but when it happens, Tony Schiavone kind of spoiled it because it was Konosuke was coming off camera. So Tony goes, here it comes, take a shit, And Taz goes, thanks for letting us know, Tone. Look at your <laughs> monitor. <laughs> Telling him to call the monitor and stop spoiling the TV show. That was a fun <laughs> little moment. They're not afraid to reference their own job live and their own, like no one else is in their ear, so they're going to be in each other's ear to correct Tony Schiavone live. Right. Then Hobbs wins. He got stuck. That was adorable. Well, was with this next match, the Librarian versus Chris Jericho. In our Discord, Jigs, Jigs said, Peter Avalon looks cool with this new hair. Do I still have this up? I don't know if he looks cool. I said he looks more like a referee. Look, so this, this is Peter Avalon, Vleeties. He used to be the librarian. Now he has, like, a goatee and spiked hair. Is that cool? He's supposed to be pretty boy, Peter Avalon. Like, that's his new thing. We were actually talking about him at work today. Like, uh, he looks like one of those guys. Like, he's not, he doesn't train. He doesn't work out. He's just sort of, I'm a wrestler. Like, it's, he's kind of, fr- he would not last in the 80s. You know, boss man would kill this guy. Um, having said that, I was excited to see him. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if he looks cool. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't go there. I think Tony Nese looks cool wearing jeans with tape fist. You don't think this Wheeler Yuta look is cool? I mean, check it out. He's a little small still. He definitely doesn't look cool. I don't know. Like, yeah, he looks better like this. Like, who? How old are you that you think that? Well, hold on. I, I guess he, yes, he looks better <laughs> compared he? to what he looked. Compared to what he looked like, but it's not like he's like amazing looking. I don't know. He looks '90s better, where you have like, yeah, this little like shape of a sideburn here. That's lame, though. And spiked hair was cool in the '90s. How is this cool? Like, nothing Peter Avalon could do could ever be cool, especially if it's gelled hair. Like, no, that hairstyle was never cool. How about that? Like, it's like Jericho coming back in '07. He doesn't look cool with it either. What? I think it must be by comparison. When we had that librarian with his long hair, that was awful. Like Anything different is pretty nice. This guy looks like he's either going to try and sell you some sort of whole life insurance or he's a wrestler. Those are his two options. In the chat, Jiggs is saying he looks cooler. I'm just standing, he's standing by it. I think it's cooler. Yeah, he doesn't look cool. He looks cooler. No, this than what is he- cooler. Look, this is way cooler. Look, this, pe- <laughs> this is way cooler than that. How is new Peter Avalon cooler, Bleedies? Do you see it now? I don't know. The hairline, the mustache, and then you go to this new one with the short. Oh, he looks like Angel Garza. He's so handsome. He looks terrible now. Anyone with a faux hawk is a fucking faggot. And unless it's like bleached hips and it's 97. Then it's Maybe. awesome, right? <laughs> Maybe every wrestler that has like, I have to have the long hair. I'm a wrestler. It's like, no, don't have, no one has hair like that. We don't want you to man bun yourself. You're not growing your hair out for your dad, all right? Like, no, have short hair. It's normal. It is great that Jigs will always stick by his opinion. Then Christian came out and challenged Jungle Boy to a fight at Revolution. That's going to be shit. We picked Jungle Boy, but we're not sure. And this is just WWE shit, Bleedies, this promo. Christian does the whole, we're not going to have a wrestling match. We're going to have a fight. So it's going to be a wrestling match. Christian said Jungle Boy has no grit, which Christian has. Then the lights went out again. And we're like, oh, shit, House of Black is back. What <laughs> happened when the lights went out, though? I don't even have it written down. 
They they had a video package. Oh. It was Jungle Boy like digging a grave, and then it had a headstone that said, or a tombstone that said Christian Cage. And it was supposed to be like, and it also played the clips of Jungle Boy being reluctant to to use the chair on anybody. So I mean, this is this isn't going to be a match though. That's this is a lights out fight now, right? Like this is going to be unsanctioned. No, it's a match. Hulk. It's going to be a match in jeans. Yeah, I did write down Jungle Boy digs up his dad. Didn't it seem that way? Why do they That's have any? That's what I thought. Yeah. Why would they have anything involving a grave with this guy? Isn't that crossing the line? That's that is exactly what I thought was happening when they just cut to him in a cemetery because it does look like he's digging something up, not digging like digging a hole. And when they show him doing that, I'm like, this is kind of sick. They're showing like Christian. I don't even like my old father. I really don't like you. So I, it was really. I know what they're they're going for, but yeah, the whole thing was a little. See, it looks like he's digging something up. Yeah, like, and it's a great, and he's crying while doing it, and it's a grave yeah. shape. <laughs> it's like what he's reflecting on his dead dad as he digs him up. The whole thing was very poor taste, and that's Booker of the Year, though, huh? Maybe Tony Khan does suck. Scott Demore and uh, Eddie Edwards are Booker of the Year this year. If we had Melanie Pillman doing an interview, this probably would have worked out. Like I, I think that would have saved the entire segment if she was there just to bring this whole thing together. But poor Jungle Boy, what a weird way to do this. And uh, but you know what, Booker of the Year, uh, Jack, you don't have to talk. We're just gonna have to shoot you digging a hole. Like instead of having him come out and go, you know, Christian, I don't want a match. I'd actually prefer a fight. Like instead of having him try and cut a promo, digging a hole is actually pretty. It's it says enough. And then look at this styrofoam gravestone. <laughs> we should have had JT draw something on this. JT, here's our new artwork. Put Tyler in the ground. What the hell is that? So that's shit. That's garbage. You know what? Revolution's going to be the fucking worst. Discord is lame, CZ. I completely agree. So Jungle Boy was crying, digging up that grave. Then we got Hook versus Matt Hardy. And this was a tease. The Jeff Hardy song hits. And we all think Jeff Hardy's coming out. No one... No one thinks this is a Matt Hardy theme song. And Jeff Hardy just got over his case. and then, But still, out comes Fat Hardy. Great beating Matt Hardy. What a disappointment, Felidius. Yeah, I, like, so this was the, all right, this was the let's put Ralph to sleep match because once this was starting, I had no interest. Hook, even, like, he could be cold-hearted, handsome devil all he wants. He's very good on Rampage. He's not good on Dynamite. This whole thing was such a blip. Like I was more entertained like by the commercial that came afterwards. Like, like I, I don't remember anything about this match, uh, and I definitely watched it. The red rum happened, right? I remember the tap out, but that's it. I remember they were trying to have Hook sell for the first time. It seemed like, and it was just dreadful. As this, and what a weird body, right? Oh, Jimmy Hater, please tell me this was before. We just skipped her. Apparently, this just never happened. Yeah, Hook's after. So Hook just has a weird, scrawny little body. And I'm, like, dis like, distracted by that. Like, who's watching this believing it is what I, I'm always thinking with Hook. And then I'm trying to look up his shorts like a teenage girl watching it. Like, I want Hook's ass. Because he, I'm, like, a he's our teeny bopper, okay? He's the handsome devil, and I'm watching like a teenage girl, and I want him. I want to thumb his ass while he's asleep. So there's that aspect of it. But beyond that, Hook ain't a wrestler, right? He well, and, and going up against Matt Hardy, this is kind of the biggest match of his career, and it's just booked on no no hype. There's nothing really behind this other than Hook is feuding with Stokely. So 
yeah, it kind of, I don't know, it, just, it, it all falls flat. It all looks weird. Hook is, if 205 Live was around, him and Ashanti the Adonis would crush it. Check out all the extra movement in this part. Drop to the canvas. So watch, he get, watch, he gets him up. Look at all this extra movement from Hook. Stokely. Well, showing that first step. Around, under, arm swipe, and going for a Northern Lights now. It. Nice thong, loser. One twenty-three has grit and says Hook has a stupid-looking chest tattoo. He's terrible. This guy is Rampage. This guy is why Rampage sucked, and now they brought him to Wednesday, and he's making Wednesday suck. Matt Hardy's been useless since he put Sammy Guevara in a trash barrel. Like, we don't need this. Big shot. Ethan Page sucks. Yeah. Ladies, did you watch the um, Josh Alexander documentary yet? We know that he was Ethan Page's partner in the North and Impact, and now he's world champion. No, I didn't watch any the documentary, but I, I remember liking the North. Like, that's one of the things that even when Impact was green rope TNA, and like once they got out of that era, I remember watching Ethan Page teaming with like Matt Seidel at like a Bound for Glory, and I thought that's kind of weird. But then when the North happened, it was awesome. Like I thought, what a great tag team, what a cool name. Obviously, the Game of Thrones reference, but it was a good fit for both these guys. Like serious walking weapon, and then wow, Mike Mike Bailey without a mouthpiece looked weird. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it just. Like, it was a perfect team, and Ethan leaving was like, dude, you're making a huge mistake because you suck. And I thought he was good when I saw him feud with RVD. I saw, like, I wasn't watching Impact, but I saw RVD returned, and I had to watch a couple segments. Let's hear Mike Bailey talk right here. I assume he loves Josh. ...that pro wrestling gives you, it makes everything else seem possible. When you haven't had the easiest uh, upbringing. Oh, yeah. Gino loved this documentary because it's all about how Josh Alexander's dad was abusive and abandoned him. And he what happened? He broke his neck a bunch of times. So and then he had a problem with a visa. He couldn't get in America. So Josh Alexander decided I'm just going to be the best wrestler in Canada. And he just figured I'm not even going to pursue uh, America anymore. I'm just going to be the best up here. Which is interesting that you'd give up at that point in your career. But he got so good that Impact stole him. And look, there he is with one of his broken neck surgeries. Oh, yeah, he had to actually do a retirement match after one of his broken necks. But it turns out he was, like, misdiagnosed. After surgery, they told him you can actually wrestle again. So he had a whole retirement card, a whole uh, benefit. And he felt like he lied to everyone. He felt terrible about it. Look, his wife's there, Bleedies. We love her. Look at this. Honestly, the, the, there was part of me that was extremely exhausted with pro wrestling. It wasn't the physical toll, it wasn't the injuries, it was the grind of like debt that I put myself in. When Josh told me that he's able to come back to wrestling, I had a big smile. I said, well, that's great. Like, you love doing this, right? And he's like, well, yeah. And I said, okay, so what, you know, he was still kind of- He's mad because he lied to everyone. He had a, he had a benefit. Look humming and hawing about it. Wait on me. I didn't want anybody to think I was a liar. Right? I didn't want anyone to think I was taking advantage of anybody. Like, because I had gotten so much support. Walking like, weenie. With, you know, financially from people buying my- Walking weenie. Retirement shirt coming to that retirement show. He had a retirement shirt and people bought <laughs> it. My reputation. This is Ric Flair. Like that respect I'd earned over the years as a pro wrestler, that means a great deal to me. So I didn't want to. Dude, betray. I totally get that part. I, if you had a retirement card in a retirement shirt, and then the doctor said, turns out you can wrestle again, I, part of me would be like, maybe I shouldn't. Like, 
I already <laughs> told everyone I couldn't. And now you would gonna... be you would be the biggest heel ever. I'd I'd come out wearing the shirt and wrestling in the shirt. You <laughs> we, we, you know we would you would milk that shit so hard. How much more money you can make now? Like he faked. You'd be on the news. Like this guy faked his retirement, made a bunch of money off the fans. And now he's wrestling again. Like that would be awesome. No, I'd feel too sad about it. I'm a I'm a baby faced character, not a heel character like the rest of you, like Steezy. Scott's voice calling me. I knew Look, there's our favorite Scott Damore. He's fucking that guy wrestler, Vleedy's that tranny. That's the rumor that everyone's telling me. I know they were hanging out on like New Year's Eve. Like there were pictures of him and Giselle Shaw, like hanging out with Josh Alexander and his wife. So like is that Farts I, made in Japan has grit and says Brett Favre gimmick. That what? must be why, right? That's why uh, Giselle has the, the, the role that Giselle has. Why do I like Giselle more than Nyla Rose? Is it because it's almost a girl? Uh, I don't like the operation part. You'd think that would help, but if you're a post-op, that just means you're deformed and sickening. So you've let your mental illness become a physical illness. But yeah, these are these must be the pictures, please. <laughs> Look at this next one. I've never seen these before. Scott, <laughs> Scott Tamore. Has grit and says Giselle isn't a fed guy. What filter is that that made Scott Tamore have nice girly skin as well? Yeah, they're together a lot. These two are fucking in each other's ass. Well, and that's so, and, and to, to kind of agree with uh, Ricardio a little bit, I think we like Giselle more because she, she still looks like an athlete, you know, and she's portraying a female wrestler. So we want the, a female wrestler to look like a female wrestler. <laughs> Nyla Rose, if Nyla was a guy still, we would be like, who's this like fat guy wrestler? But since, since Nyla's now a chick, it's like, whoa, we can't say anything about her body, no body shaming. Like, Sniper Man wouldn't, wouldn't even touch the subject. But, yeah, it's because she looks like I'm not going to be a good male wrestler, but I could be a good female wrestler. Like, it's, it, that's, that's what that feels like. Giselle does his grit and says gayer than Tony Khan's Christmas pick. <laughs> I don't know about that. Or, like, I still think there's a little bit. So at least Giselle looks, yeah, like, oh, I think that's kind of what we're saying, at least in some of these photos. Like, I don't think Giselle's. No. So you saying. think a dick cut off and carved into a pussy is less gay? Is that what it is? Post-op. Do we have... I don't... I haven't looked at the Giselle pics. I don't... I know oh, we haven't seen it. There. No, there's no leaks of the genitals. But he claims to be post-op. Does that make it more of a woman to you, you homo? No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it does make it more plastic. It definitely, like... Because like, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Like, it is a mental thing that now you're making it a physical thing. Like, in my, you're, you have the dick. The dick is on you, and that's part of you. Like, you don't get your elbow removed. Like, oh, my God, I, I just, that elbow didn't feel like me. You know, like, no, it's not, you, you're born with that. Don't cut it off to make yourself feel better about yourself. You just lost a piece of yourself. I am the one in the third row checking out Jajal Shaw during her entrance here. So, I mean, look, this is before I knew. Ah, look, she's hot. First time ever. Look, there we are. Yeah. Giselle Shaw, upskirt. Countdown to no and Tyler's loving it, too. Surrender and, frankly, Raywald, the two matches we have in store. Mm. This Imagine the smells of a post-op vagina. It must be fucking grotesque. All right, so this is Scott Damore, Booker of the Year. If anyone's going to beat him, it's Eddie Edwards, who's also writing the show with him. And this is when they stole Josh Alexander from the rest of the world. He was trying to make something. I knew he couldn't do that with that barrier, both exposure-wise. Right, let's go back. They're talking about not being able to get into America? 
I, I walk to the back and, you know, you hear the microphone and over the PA, like, uh, Josh Alexander come to the ring. I'm just like, that, that never happens. The match just ended. And I hear it again. I'm like, oh, that's Scott's voice calling me. I knew he was trying to make something. I knew he couldn't do that with that barrier, both exposure-wise so cool. and actual physical barrier at the <laughs> U.S. border. To get that exposure, you're gonna get, have to get across that border. And we could be part of that solution. You're not the best unsigned talent out there in the world. Yes, he is! You're the highest rising star in Impact Wrestling, and you got a three-year motherfucker! They don't even like ask him if he wants it, they just tell him. He must have knew. Vladius, where'd Scott Demore come from? How did he show up and save Impact? He was in Impact back in like 04. He was part of Team Canada. He was a manager. He had run other independent wrestling promotions in Canada. So, uh, and he was also part of Global Force. He was working with Jeff Jarrett for Global Force Wrestling. So he had always been involved in the behind the scenes as well as that, that Scott's like, he would be the manager of, you know, he was always involved in the wrestling business and he was around TNA for a while. So when the company was up for sale from Dixie Carter and Anthem needed to bring in some people, they brought in Scott Tamore and Don Callis because they knew, like, Scott Tamore has worked there before. He's worked on several independent. But Anthem is also a Canadian-based company, so they knew, like, let's bring in these two boys from Canada, Don Callis and Scott Scott Tamore. And it was a perfect fit. Uh, speaking of my favorite wrestling podcast, Talk is Jericho. Thanks for reminding me. Haven't listened in years. Going to re-listen to this episode. But... Uh, one of the reasons that they have Hard to Kill is because when Scott Tamore and Don Callis came in, it was like a huge like injection of life in Impact Wrestling. Like Impact is hard to kill. You can't get rid of us no matter what you try. It just seemed like a moment, and like from the second I got in the ring, you know, I, you were, I was living that moment for like the next five to ten minutes until you know, they slapped minutes. that contract in my chest and solidified the fact five to that ten minutes. I wouldn't have these border issues. I was going to get all these opportunities to maybe show the world. And if I am as good what as I think. What a story. So this guy was like locked out of America. They pulled some strings. They stole him. I bet they have him for life. This guy's some locker room leader now. He takes pride in it. Like he starts crying just talking about it. Like where's that part? The part. Of, oh, there's Tommy. I bet him. The payoff is happening right behind you because there is Jet and a This full guy's a cokehead fag named Trey Miguel. Josh Alexander singlet, that's the Josh middle. Alexander starts crying just talking about how when he's done with a match and he comes backstage and everyone's waiting for him, I think it's right here. I think I think I remember this. That's talking about, I, I probably would never win that if not for her propping me up and pushing me. He has the best wife in life. Someone who I genuinely like and respect has you know achieved something that means a lot. Landstorm loves this guy. He's from Canada too. I'll make it. Here's a guy never been to Japan. Didn't get to work for the cool. Look at these Canadians fucking taking over our shit. All right, look at this part. It's just when I when I come back through the curtain. Look at him. What a mark. Go find yourself, loser. And everybody's there. And everybody's there. He's got Scott Demore voice right here. Jashel Shaw's there. Look, he loves it. He loves that they're there for him. This is that brotherhood, ladies, that we don't have anymore. And this corporate wrestling of WWE. Helplessness. It's the loss of all self-control. You know what I mean? I'm he fighting. shits himself, he says. He did. I'm fighting right now. But, like... He's trying to fight it. 
Not doing a good job. Not winning this one. He's losing the fight. Look, he's crying. What a homo. What a homo. You're gay. Look, even that guy's crying, ladies. It's Tyson Fury. We're all crying. It's a very emotional night for, for Josh Alexander. He won the big one. He never thought he would even be in America, and he got to win the championship. Huge moment. Amazing, man. Wrestling's awesome. I don't care what you guys say. Scott DeMore jumped up during Rich Swan versus Alexander because Rich Swan jumped on Alexander's neck, and Alexander didn't get up in time, so Scott's going, is he okay? Check on him. That's what Tommy Dreamer told us at the post show. Uh, Eric Young, I thought he was dead. What the fuck? <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Jonah, look, ladies. Jonah. We love him. He thoroughly enjoys. Oh, uh, we hate Lance Storm, though. So, ladies, it's all the Canadians that saved Impact. You've educated us tonight. After Matt Hardy lost the hook, we got Tony Storm versus Riho. This was a shocker. I thought Riho was getting buried just to bury Kenny Omega. But we're going to court him. We gave Rio a big win, and it was because it was a roll-up, ladies, after Britt Baker distracted Tony, huh? This was a good match, though. Like, even, like, Tony was, every time she did that rear view or whatever it is where she rams her ass into Riho and knocked her off the apron, they were working stiff. I thought this was a great fight, you know? Sometimes we have matches, but me and Christian, we have fights sometimes. And this was a really good fight, and I liked, I liked all of this. Of course, it ends with a roll-up. It... I know we're doing a lot of that in AEW lately. I think Tony's kind of maybe that, maybe that's just how wrestling works. You start off and it's <laughs> awesome. You have clean wins everywhere, and then after four years, you're suddenly like, I don't want to bury the talent. Like I said, I said this months ago, Tony's going to turn into Vince. He's like, we can't have Tony get uh, pinned clean. That'll make her look bad. Riho can win with a roll up. That'll tell us a story. So that's exactly what happened here. Good win for Riho. And Tony immediately after starts beating her up again. A brawl ensues. This show's awesome. The wins and losses start counting too much. We're going to roll up. In the <laughs> chat, please, Dark Lord Equitus says Josh Alexander is his favorite wrestler now. Six Samurai says, why is everyone hugging after Tony Khan started hugging? They're ripping him off. Let's watch more of this now. We love Josh Alexander. Being one of the boys, and I think yeah. he takes pride in carrying the he flag. He loves being one of the boys. And being, you know, our locker room leader. When I Remember say when we asked RVD why he wasn't an impact locker room leader? And RVD said, well, technically, I mean, it's not a studio. It's not a locker room. Uh, we all went out in uh, trailers. You know what I'm talking about. The locker room isn't the physical room. It's the guys that make it up, you fucking idiot. Pro Don't get high again, loser. Sling. I love everything to do about it, and I love everybody that does it with me. He was no Josh Alexander. The in the trenches with me, traveling, doing this week in, week out. I think this guy's a walking weenie, ladies. I think that jacket is awesome, and he should wear it to the ring more. He looks really handsome and young right now. How's, how's he pulling this off? Isn't he 40? He has the weirdest looking head. When he had his headset taken off in the swan match, he was all veiny. It looked like Deadpool without his mask on. It's like, this guy's all fucked up and burned. But Bleeding's Britt Baker got Tony Storm a loss. I have trouble remembering who's even mad at who in this feud. There's like six different girls. They're all in teams of two. And I'm just like, shouldn't that one be friends with that one? Why are those two friends? I, like, when there's a distraction, I forget who's helping who. But we'll see what happens this weekend. I'm sure it all makes sense suddenly. Then we got a tag team battle royal. Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy won. So we opened with Orange Cassidy winning and we closed with it. He's our big draw, ladies. 
yeah. I mean, when a pay per view is around, like when a pay per view is here, Orange Cassidy needs to be on it. That's the one that everybody's cosplaying as when you go to the events. <laughs> People love Orange Cassidy, so let's get him in, involved as much as stuff as we can. And they even like did this backstage where Denhausen was saying, you know, we're going to be in the match, and Orange Cassidy did the I don't care. So it, like it's it plays into his character. And watching this match, I was kind of wondering who is going to win this fucking thing. And I was kind of glad it was them. Like Claudio was kind of an obvious one that I thought, like, oh, but there's a pay per view, and they love Claudio. Give him the win. Like, but it was kind of nice to have somebody that I didn't even. Kevin, when inside. Dynamite Kevin started, inside. I had no idea inside. they were going to win, and they did it. Ladies, I just gifted the heel a sub. Cezy, I'm going to make them think we're not lame anymore. Yeah, bring him back around, Cezy. Everything we said, it's all a work, brother. My real name's Gavin. And I'm Dave, sometimes known as Grim. And Vladi's Dynamite did suck tonight, though. That's not a work. We hate Dynamite. We like Impact, and that's it. So a shitty tag team battle royal. But on the Discord, someone said that, what did they say? They said, like, this was a five-star match, and they meant it. So I, this got someone on the edge of their seat. But I thought the uh, face of the ladder match was better. The face of the revolution did a better job tonight. Either way, we got both of these matches off of the card this weekend. Now we have plenty of room for MJF's Iron Man match win. And that's when the real fireworks are going to happen. Yep, yeah, and, and this is a rare time where Dynamite closed with a promo. Typically, they, they want to wrap up all of their shows with the match. But this is a go-home event. So, like, and I was making coffee as this was happening. I'm like, Why, when is the show going to end? And they did, a, they did a smash and grab promo job. They wanted to make sure they both talked a little bit just to get our, our beaks were wet. We had wet beaks. We're ready for this weekend. Uh, is there a rampage happening? Did they say what was happening on that? Like, you know, why didn't they try and book like an amazing rampage going into the show? Yeah, I think they did take one of my favorite guys and put him on Friday. And then we were stuck with Hook again. Yeah, there, there is a rampage, ladies, and we're skipping it again. Why can't Impact be every Friday? There's no Impact Friday? No Impact Friday. I think it. I think they did that for a while, didn't they? But I remember Impact Night was was Tuesday for a while. I thought that was a perfect night for Impact. They moved it to Thursday because NXT moved to Tuesdays, which was hilarious because we own the night until NXT comes to Tuesdays. Like no one who watches NXT is like not gonna watch Impact. It's like the Impact people are watching Impact. I listened to that Total Nonstop Impact podcast once. Half the people didn't even know that NXT was on Tuesdays. Bad news, bleedies. No Tyler tonight. No Suckamania. Look, there's been no broadcast since before Impact. What happened to his Monday one? So it looks like he's he was throwing up, bleedies. Impact got him sick. Or not Impact. Uh, Dynamite got him sick. Tyler did too much. He went to Impact. He went to the Warriors. He went to Dynamite. I mean, out in California, you're better off staying inside. So someone, like, pricked him with a needle walking by him or something. And he's infected with a gay disease of the Bay Area. And we don't get to see him tonight, but follow him anywhere. Anyway, Tyler Spider on Twitch, Vleeties, because I bet you he'll be live Friday night, huh? Yes, there's going to be some Tyler immediately following SmackDown's third hour, Rampage's fourth hour. It's going to be fantastic. And look, Vleeties, you have a thing to follow, too, you know. You had an amazing stream on Friday night because we were gone, Tyler and I. And look, this is you. You're hosting us right now. What the fuck? Trovo.live slash Vleeties. And you have to go to his video room, click on past streams, and look at this. And, oh, there was a stream yesterday, too, of course. You can't miss. But you got to go to last week. No surrenders, fourth hour. This is the night. Look, we get to see Tyler's hotel room that got upgraded. 
We called in, Vleeties. We were giving you exclusive reports from the No Surrender after party. Amazing. I, like, and I was so, that night was so stressful, like just trying to get home to watch No Surrender. And once I got home, the pay-per-view was so great. You and, you and Tyla on the TV was so great. And then you guys calling in was fantastic. Gino was drunk. Which who saw that coming in the in the mixture of all the fun? Drunk Gino made his debut, which was amazing. Yeah, the only thing that wasn't surprising is that Gino drinks Bud Light limes. That's his <laughs> drink of choice. He calls them BLLs, and he's bragging about it. Henry, like the crowd was just not at all. They did not know where he was going with that. Yeah, Joe Henry sucked at the event, ladies. He did. He didn't capture the crowd like he should. Like how we're gonna do it? One was getting like the hotel. <laughs> then I was like covering for like the money he would need for the flight. So it was me covering the flight with oh. a friend of his. As well, oh, look, there he is taking credit at a random part I skipped to. Got a little bit of cash from Gino was taking credit all night for our fun. They need that I paid it back for. So theoretically, technically, I paid for it, the flight <laughs> and his ticket to those. Right? <laughs> Amazing, Gino, an amazing man. You also got a new loot crate, as we just learned. Uh, like, you got the Mercedes Monet. Trovo.live slash Vleeties. That's my favorite Trovo, Vleeties. Vleeties, who do we rate now that Tyler's not live, though? There's got to be somebody. Is JD still going? Who are we going to go say hi to? Look at this. I, these are all just hot, It's all hot chicks, Vleeties. That's all Trovo is now. Neon Jade looks very rateable. If I can. Oh, my gosh. Is that Josh Alexander's wife? That's only Angel. And she's on the. She, she's not skimpy enough for being B2 on Trovo. And says Gino drinks a Zack Ryder joke from 2011. I love it. Look, there's us. Star six. It says right there. Star six. Ladies, are you going? B two, are you is going live? Son of vampire. Like, is he Gino? Get me? on. Dark Lord Equitus sent 100 elixir. Dark Lord Equitus. We gotta start making fucking friends on this site. And it looks like they're all hot chicks, unfortunately. And we don't rate them, Vleeties. Is my son a vampire? Like, is he glamming me? I think that I might be the night, dude. That chick said, come say hi on her page. There's PUBG Mobile. What the fuck is that? Like, what are, what are these people doing? Is anyone playing WWE? Let's see. Let's search WWE. We. There's a we. <laughs> we. <laughs> zero viewers, zero viewers on every game. Here we go. 2K22. Nothing. The site's dead, ladies. There's no one to raid. Yeah, it's kind of a bum out. It really does. Like, the Trovo, look, it's in a down phase right now. It'll grow again. Don't you guys worry. We have a lot of money and a lot of Bitcoin invested in Trovo. We've done it all, ladies. We got to see Tyler's seats. We got to hear that da from Dax. Dax wishes he never joined the pinnacle, and he hugged Sasha Banks for 45 seconds. We saw GOC's new low. She wants dick pics from everyone, and she's going to rate them. We heard about Kenny Omega's eerie 2022, and we found out WWE talent is not unhappy with WrestleMania's card, okay? Yes. Uh, look, they're not, okay? They're not unhappy. They are happy. This, <laughs> the grammar police are all over this report, so Triple H, keep at it. Look, monitor, control that media, okay? Don't let the legacy media run what we're thinking as wrestling fans, okay? And we're, we're smart enough to think for ourselves. Fuck Bully Ray. Listen to me. I've been in the trenches, too. And, ladies, we found out. Just hold Billy Gunn's hand, and he'll get you wherever you want to be. Oh, my God. Look at this front page clip. Scroll down far enough. You find Vleeties and Gino. Front page, baby. What's this going to be? I'm in, like... The circles you run in, I know you're in other discords that you don't like to tell us about. Is there like an ass play discord that you're heavily involved in? <laughs> There's stuff I could easily find, man. When you're online, <laughs> you just look up either people's fucking fashion stuff on like 
fucking Pornhub or any website like that, you can see like ass like one of the big things. So of course it's obvious. Everyone talks about it, everyone presents this, everyone gets turned on by this for some weird suspicious reason. Do you know I've been trying to cut out porn from my entire life. I probably watched porn two times this year. Like I really have done What I, a show. Ladies, you're so much better than Gino. Gino's weak. And he wears it all over his face and body. I was still hoping to find someone to raid, but I don't like any of these channels. Nope, might be one of those nights we just go, we ride off into that magical sunset. Everybody just get some rest, because impact tomorrow, bro. All right, wait, let's just look at these, please. Super fast, okay? Look. Raid one of the hot chicks. Look, this one only has three. This one has 22. Look, we got 84. We're doing people a favor. Who are we going to help out? Maybe this one right here. Look, uh, this is like a fat girl. We don't like that, Fleety. She's not that fat. She's super fat, dude. It's like the fattest <laughs> girl ever. But look, so here we go. Oh, that one's not live. All right, who has three people right here? Two guys, one slot. It's a guy show. Are we gay? How many points does it cost to enter? 100. Oh, I wouldn't do this. Remember, Fleety, some people fall asleep with us up. We, we don't want them waking up to that stream. No, yeah, I, I don't know if that's the one for us. I love the name, though, and uh, I love the connotation. Like, are they gay? Let's just do it. Why is no one watching wrestling? Where am dude, I? Dude, this, this guy's looking for night owls. Let's see this one. And I was like, shit. So I only hit her. Is that the guy you made an impact? Yeah, it's the guy that grabbed Tyler's ass. He's got that auto-tune shit going. You know what? We're not rating anyone, Bleedies. We're keeping keeping our people to ourselves. You guys have been too sweet tonight. Dark Lord Equitus, I love you. Oh, Jeremy Slapnuts here, Bleedies. We always talk to him. Because he hasn't called me fa Tash is here! Tash, how was your night? Uh, right now, only just woken up. And I feel great. I can't wait to do shit in the morning. But yeah, it's all going good, man. I loved you guys on Impact. You saw I it? You saw me with yeah. my arm up? I look cool, huh? Yeah. You oh. were like, fuck yeah, with Heath Slater. I was laughing my ass off. Love that was it. iconic. Yeah, I thought I liked Heath Slater when he slapped my hand. And then we saw him at the post show doing coke, and we hate him now. So he's no longer your inspiration. I understand, man. Isn't that weird? Like, Tony Khan does coke, and he's my inspiration. But when Heath Slater does coke, we don't like him anymore. Well, you haven't met Tony Khan yet, so you can't be the judge of that. Yeah, he'll ruin it. Like, you never want to meet your heroes. I met my hero, Tyler, and he sucks, Tash. Oh, I understand that. I met RVD, and he wanted to beat the shit out of me, so I, I don't want that shit ever, ever again. Did you become an insider yet with Impact? Is that our new show? I am definitely going to start watching Impact now. I, like I told you on Instagram, I was afraid to tell everyone I loved it back then. But <laughs> you know what? I'm proud to say it now. So, yeah. It's cool now. Now we don't have to like AEW because we know Impact was good. Like, if I knew Impact was good a year ago, I probably wouldn't have forced myself to like AEW then. Yeah, I was only watching AEW because you guys started watching AEW. I was like, who the fuck are all these people? I've never seen them before in my whole entire life. And now I'm they're just an stealing Impact guys, not like Big Bill. Oh, yeah, they're stealing everyone. Watch. They're going to be stealing a lot more talent in the future, trust me. Why can't they steal Brian Myers, get him off of Impact? He just needs to go away, period, so it doesn't matter. You're going to hate Dynamite tonight, but it's required viewing because we have a pay-per-view this weekend. Oh, good. I could just take a morning shit and don't have to worry about AEW. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, just skim it. Just get the liner notes and fast forward super fast. Look, ladies, we're also got Slapnut. Jeremy Slapnut's the last AEW fan here. This guy has an AEW shirt with like eight guys on it. Look, he has an AEW foam title. You're never giving up on him, Jeremy. 
Yeah, man, you already know. I'm the fucking champion of the world, man. But here's the thing, man. Dude, like, I'm, AEW fucking sucks, man. Like, I hate to break it to you, dude. This shit fucking sucks. You hate it now? You, you changed your mind? Well, no, here's the thing, man. Like, I was marking the fuck out. But here's the thing. Like, I told you, AEW sucked, like, a long time ago. And it sucked for a while. He's lying, Bleedies. This was the biggest mark here, huh? He loved it. He loved, well, you know what? He seems to be a, a WWE mark is kind of what I think of, of Slap Nut, especially every time I see your face now, I think of Raquel Rodriguez, by the way. It's my favorite thing that ever happened, <laughs> and, and I have I want to have that dream so bad. You're my favorite caller, Jeremy. You're going to be chatter of the year. Dude, thank you. I mean, it's an honor just to be here. Uh, thank you for having me. Look at this guy's so sweet, Bleedies. He acts like we're the locker room. He shakes our hand and everything. Yeah, he knows. He comes up, pays his respects. We're all throwing up two sweets to each other now. Like, this starts off as ironic. Like, hey, we hate people that do this. But now, I, let's just do it to each yeah, other. Yeah, we do it to each other. We do it to Tash. Tash gets a two-sweet. Chris Bay didn't get one, Tash, but you do. I am honored. I, look I so won't leave. <laughs> I love you, uh, Tash. I look so iconic at Impact. How did they not give me a contract like Josh Alexander, Vlitis? Yeah, you figure Scott Samoa would, like, the PA would be like, Kevin Scampoli, Kevin Scampoli, please come to the ring. And then you get in the ring, and he's like, Kevin, I know that I blocked Fleet East, and then I unblocked him, but that was just to get to you. And then he signs you to a deal. That would piss me off, actually. It would be cool, but it would be like, why did he use me? Discord fight, Fleet East. You're missing it. Sniper main saying, keep crying. No, someone else said, keep crying, bitch. Heist. Sniper main said, ain't nobody crying, bitch. Heist said, you're crying. Sniper main said, I'm here. Keep talking. I said crying. Oh, it's going down right now. Sniperman said, bitch ass motherfucker. Big fight in Discord, please. Make sure you sign up. Dude, Discord, it's not lame, you guys, okay? And there's not always people <laughs> fighting with each other. And yeah, I wrote in our chat on Trovo. I legit popped when I saw Tash's face. I can't wait to go re listen to that. You and I both yelled, like, out of just so much joy and excitement to see that man. I didn't expect to see Tash. That was too exciting. But, ladies, we've done it all. I miss you already. I'm back Friday after SmackDown with Tyler. We're SmackDown's third hour. Hopefully he's not still vomiting. We'll be stuck with Gino that night if he's not working. Vleeties, you're on Trovo.live slash Vleeties every Tuesday with the great Gene Bean. And, of course, our website is HaveGrit.club. Vleeties, a companion this weekend. Uh, is it Sunday or it's Sunday, right? This Sunday. It's Sunday. Yeah. Isn't that weird? AW Revolution. Make sure you watch it with us on Discord. Become a subscribed star, Bleedies, for the Companion, or a YouTube member, or a server booster. And we even forgave Caesar tonight. See, look, you all, all is forgiven. This is a great community. Discord is not lame. That The, the Companion is going to be hilarious. It's going to be an awesome time. Please join us to watch, watch wrestling with us. It's way more fun to watch wrestling with your friends. Imagine if we all lived at the same apartment complex. We would all get in one apartment to watch the show. So just think of it that way. Super fun wrestling time on YouTube. I'm a broadcaster, okay? And until the day we beep. We are, we are, we are. The whole fucking show, Gino. Oh, damn it. I ruined it. Tash, we got to do it again. Tash, until the day we beep. We are, we are, we are. The whole fucking show, Gino. Oh my goodness. Hope the next year for everyone be even better. Dinosaurs were no born in 21 and 20. This is my love. I had cheeky winks and carbonara like, like the Yeti. In the crystal deck, time and time, time again. again. I'm a lot of Thank you, ladies. Stickers,
We did it, Kevin. Amazing job tonight, my friend. You're the best. Amazing job. Above you, Tash and Jeremy. Gino's vacuum. Retro Granite, thank you for streaming tonight. You're the best. G-Boss. Rumpel Philskin, I miss you. Arts Made in Japan has written and says sexy Fortnite deep throat compilation. <laughs> Ayako, you know this should be your slot. This girl stole your outro. She doesn't deserve it. Ayako, can you cover this song? So you can do our outro again? and says Kevin for X Division champion. Imagine Ayako doing a super serious version. It says living in the projects with a 100 less group. Holy shit, what the fuck? Dark Lord Equitus, we're in the projects? We're bombs, Dark Lord. Thank you, Alfie Gray. B2 the Prophet. Kid Bandit has grit. Weed Smoker 420. Thank you, Sounding Friend. Adi, Big Worm. You guys got us to level seven. Thank you, Agent Jake. Dark Lord Equitus. Where's Damar? Feels like D-Boss. Veritas Unleashed. Hug Glissim 7 has grit and says they're built weak soft. They're used to second place trophies. Bye. Bye, bye, See you, Bill. Bill. <laughs> bye, Bill. See you around, Chris Bill. Cross, you are too. Eugene Glissom. <laughs> Thank you so much for the Thank watching you, CZ. this stream. Thank you so much for the viewer activity. B2, Tyler Spider. Thank you so much for the talking to me. No more fools for a good already.